I was scared. I was scared. I was scared too. You're listening to. I was scared too. Michael Myers. Freddy Krueger. Chucky. The Leprechaun. Take it away, Mr. Movies. Give him hell, kid cinema. Afterlife. Oh my god, what an awful movie. Hey, that's a Arcade Fire song from the album okay, Reflector. Sure. I was parodying <laughs> to make it about the recent movie Ghostbusters Afterlife. And this is I Was Scared Too. A boo. A boo. A woo. It's back to a woo. A boo is back to that's right. Hauntoberfest ended, and now we're back in yeah. back in the New York groove. Gene, Paul, Ace, what's the other one? Chris. Peter Chris, Chris the cat. Peter Chris the cat, Peter, yeah. Sorry, Peter the cat Chris. Yeah. Not to be confused with Chris Christie, former governor of New Jersey, no. who auditioned for Kiss, did not no. get in. Was so discouraged he quit and went into politics. Oh, yeah, a little fun that. fact. Yeah, nice. Google it. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. And hold I'm on, Mr. Hold Movies. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. Snopes says go. confirmed. Snopes confirmed. Yep. Wow. There and I'm Kid it. Cinema. And we're Mr. Movies and Kid Cinema, or Kid or Cinema and Mr. Movies. But you can also horror call me movie JZT. podcast. Horror movie podcast. Yeah. That's right. That's all you need to know. And we got a guest. Returning champion. dropped at the editorialization of uh, Arcade Fire's take on this movie, by the way. That's right. I uh, Yeah, it's me, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Back again. <laughs> the last time I was here, I gave some uh, horribly wrong Halloween Horror Nights predictions. <laughs> that, wow. uh, no, they have not done Gremlins yet. Is Gremlins on my predictions for next year? Yes. But Absolutely. uh yeah, I, I, I love Arcade Fire. Uh um saw them either I oh I saw them three times in concert. Nice. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, seen yeah, them yeah. a few uh, many times myself. Yeah, they, they rule. Uh one time I was in a Jewish deli and the uh the waiter just came up to me and just started reciting Arcade Fire lyrics. Hell I yeah. don't know why, but uh, I think about that till this day. And uh, oh wow, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen them five times. I just did the math. Cool. Snope says he was only four. JZP. Oh Uh-oh. well, <laughs> shit. I guess my memory is misleading me. <laughs> um, hey, I thought about this, JZT. What if one of the things about the podcast now is that whenever we have a guest, we tell them what their venom would be. Oh, yeah, like, that's a wow. good idea. <laughs> I came up with one for Sean already. But what to recap, it? recap, mine is a pink one that's named Chillage. Jay-Z's is a purple one named Showbiz. Yes. If a symbiote I... were to bite me, I would become Showbiz. I'd be purple uh, and have a fedora, and yeah. and wow. Fesh would be Chillage. <laughs> yep. uh, I think Sean's I, – sorry if I'm pigeonholing you here, but I think it's just the obvious right answer – would be clear and would be named seltzer i honestly yeah i think so <laughs> you can see like the fizziness running through him yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe wow. you just shoot carbonation at people that's yep. your 
Let there be carbonation. Yeah, let there be carbonation. I I promise the listeners we're not going to talk about Venom. Did I tell you? But did I tell you guys that like I saw it in 4DX? The first one. Wow. No, the new one. Like the. Oh uh, no. Yeah. Uh, it was wild. Um, I it definitely, I think was the reason why I enjoyed the movie. Other than that, I think. I think I just had a good time watching it on, I, I think it was like my birthday weekend. Yeah. So um, I had went to see Venom. Uh, the bad thing about it uh, was fine with all the seat movements and stuff, which were really funny because he would like take out a pencil and like, or like crumple up a piece of paper and the seats would like jerk to like that. But then it would also <laughs> jerk to like car chases and stuff. Right. That, that, that's what is like actually good. But the worst part about it was, um, they uh when i was walking in they promised that they were gonna have like smells um and they didn't have the smells they only had one smell which was <laughs> oh, no. uh the smell of his motorcycle so artificial motorcycle like uh, uh yeah it was oil disgusting yeah. it was so bad um and yeah i think it definitely like in- enhanced the movie a little bit and i i um i'm considering whenever it may come out seeing uh, morbius in 40x as well oh i I'd consider yeah, that. I think it might make it Again, a little bit more it, tolerable. I saw a fast movie in, Same, uh, yeah. One, yeah. in one of them. And it is. I think it's, it's, it's a technology designed for movies that are like, yeah, this is not going to be as enjoyable if you're not <laughs> tricking yeah. yourself. Right at like, <laughs> yeah. There was only like one very cool effect that I felt, I guess, enhanced the movie was like, when he would like go into Eddie Brock, you would feel like him the up chair your spine. You? Yeah, yeah like they smart. would like move it up. So it, awesome. that was like I think the only thing that possibly was kind of cool and like made sense. But you know, uh, it's expensive ticket. I'll say that. And I assume not covered by AMC A list. Oh no, I had to go well, to it's not AMC at all. Right? Oh. They, it's only Regal. No, right? yeah. It's Regal technology. Okay, that tracks. Yeah, like Fesh, I only saw one of the. I assume Fast Six or Seven. Yeah, it in sounds 40X. like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the one where he pushes see... the missile over. The one where like a, they're in a submarine chase and the missile ah. shoots over and somebody just knocks it with their arm over or whatever. I think that's it's eight. F eight, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Fate of the Furious. Yeah. Oh, I didn't rewatch that. I rewatched like almost all of them post F nine. Like I need to catch up on the the lore. Uh, I've still never seen Tokyo Drift. It's really good. I think. That's what I, I think it it sort of has. It's like s- sort of a different narrative than the rest of them. There's sort of a more of an element of like Karate Kid to it, where like Han is really teaching you the foreigner, karate. you know, how to Tokyo, how to how does how to Tokyo Drift, and um, it's like good you love karate kid i love karate (laughs) i was thinking well have you seen the karate kid the original we talked about this last week i I think i've only really seen the next karate kid i would recommend watching the first one because mr miyagi does rule and there's this scene where you kind of learn a little bit about his there's a very emotional scene that i i I choked up thinking about the other day yes ah yeah, Sorry, related to the war, you know, uh, no, kind of he gets drunk and emotes and it's like, oh, shit, it's, you rarely see him so raw and emotional, Mr. Miyagi. And it's, it's a well, I'm going to use this as a way to jump into our, our topic and pose a question. Besides, I guess Cobra Kai seems to be the number one. Are there good legacy sequels? Are there legacy sequels that 
I mean, good's not even the right word. Are there Lego sequels that like are good enough that it really kind of justifies doing it? Because we're gonna talk a lot about a uh, good movie versus fun movie probably over the course of you know stuff, but like. That's a great question. Is the, is the Lego sequel ever really just like justified its existence beyond cash grab, you know? Hmm. I have because, to think about that. I mean, well, yeah. I know that when I was watching Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, I had a moment where it occurred to me, and like, I like this movie, mm-hmm. uh, but it occurred to me that like, Force Awakens is responsible for like everything that has come after it. And it's mm-hmm. really interesting to think about because. I I really didn't think of it like that when I was like watching Force Awakens, but now that I have seen Ghostbusters Afterlife and like a lot of things that have followed, it's interesting to see that that like format's just like thriving through Hollywood right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Um yeah, well, I'll I'll address too fast. You mentioned Cobra Kai and I think mm-hmm. what is fun about especially if you work at the first season when it started, what was cool about it was it was like, you know, picking up on it was kind of like a different take a different on different angle. Yeah, it's like, oh right, the villain character, and because again, that Johnny Lawrence, the kid who, uh, the Karate Kid beats in the karate tournament mm-hmm. at the end of the first one, you know, he does kind of I, I don't I don't actually know the Karate Kid part two and three, but you get the sense like oh he just kind of falls off, you know, it's more about. Mm-hmm. Daniel LaRusso and his journey and all this and that. And so it is kind of fun to pick up like, oh, what's he doing? You know, and what's his life been like? He's like an old drunk man now, you know, so and then it and it yeah. follows through that narrative. So it's fun because it's like, oh, this is in the world, but it's like exploring something else and kind of na- sure. naturally introducing new young characters, you know, like, well, yeah, he would right. teach a young kid, you know, so that works. But it is a good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's as if Force Awakens were from the perspective of the Emperor the whole time, and we were seeing the origin of Snoke and all this stuff yeah. that was being <laughs> the one, as opposed to not seeing any of it and then deciding yeah. to pull the trigger out. Yeah, uh, I like, would also put forth. Sorry, uh, I would put forth. Um, like I would say, like Godzilla movies don't count. It's a it's its no. own thing. James Bond movies don't count. They're its mm-hmm. own thing. I would even be hard pressed to say that like Halloween twenty eighteen doesn't count because horror slasher franchises specifically that one have yes. reset so many times and For chosen sure, which yeah. part of the canon they want to be a part of anyway um i'm I talking think, yeah i think what it is is what fits into it is like a movie about characters you've never heard of and then there's also famous characters along the way yes and i i yeah i think with horror that gets a little bit tricky because of course mm-hmm. there's going to be like uh you know it's all about here's the new kid meeting freddy yeah yeah and actors have always like returned to their roles right but it's it's a journey that involves people who have history and the only way that you know their history is by having seen the other movies and they're also inherently about them and the new kids being like you're you're han solo i've watched all of your movies you're neo i've watched all yeah. of your movies without saying i've watched any movies except for in the case of neo where they say i've played your game which is saying they watch the movies but uh, <laughs> uh yeah again and this is all still a matter of opinion because i'm sure there's a shit ton of uh jurassic world heads out there who are like no that totally rocks and then i i you know yeah i mean them. that's the thing like at the end of the day it's like these movies are making money and people are seeing them. So they are successful to some degree and popular. But do you think there is just an inherent impossibility that there's no way like I remember in like 
2004 best week ever being like can you believe spider-man 2 and shrek 2 are actually good sequels that don't suck i've never heard of wow and it's like yeah it's i feel like for a while it was rare that like a sequel could even be better than the original totally Mm -hmm. yeah and a a lego sequel obviously has a handicap to it because it is just trading in the nostalgia initially at least um that it's hard to it's like how do you overcome something when your whole purpose is to remind people of that thing (laughs) you know and i think what separates like um star wars almost from like doing it first is that i actually like those characters the new ones that they do introduce um most movies that like okay for this for afterlife for example like uh i thought it was like about a family that i didn't care about it's a family that i don't want to see in future movies i don't (laughs) i literally don't care about their characters or anything that they've like accomplished and there's a half hour of this movie that is decent and it is when the original characters come back which leads me which leads me to say i liked that way more and cared about it and i sat through this whole movie being like not even like oh i need the fan service it's more so like i'm here to see a ghostbusters movie give me the people that i like don't give me a family that i don't like give a shit about and they're not even entertaining like in any way you know i don't know kelly trevor phoebe those are their names podcast child named podcast who's the friend of phoebe uh, how do let's? I, I, we almost got to break this down, character. There's so much to discuss here. Wow, we are we is this digging our, in our biggest episode yet. This is <laughs> yeah, this is a monumental event in podcasting, and we really built up to it by not covering any of the other three Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, which um, oh, you, Sean, do you know they serve AHA at AMC now? I just got a push notification about yes. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I, uh, Breaking yeah. news. They're, they're Impossible good, nuggets good. and aha are what they're pushing on me. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah I, I think that, uh, you know, I... Okay, so for a little ba- bit of a backstory, I liked mm-hmm. Ghostbusters as a kid. I mm-hmm. liked it so much that I went to, like, the Halloween dance at my middle school, dressed as a Ghostbuster, was nice. in the costume contest. I loved it, but... Were you I, O'Brien on the thing, or did you choose one of the Ghostbusters? I'd have to see a picture. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. I didn't make the costume, so it was gotcha. probably like Venkman or something. Gotcha. But, um, but I did wear glasses and I had my hair poofed up, so I guess I looked like <laughs> a mini me version of like Egon Spang- Spangler. Yeah. Spangler. What is his name? Okay. Spangler. Yeah. Spangler. Um, but I will say that I liked it in middle school. I'll mm-hmm. watch Ghostbusters. I think it's good. I have no mm-hmm. issues with it. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain type of Ghostbuster fan. Well, of course. That <laughs> doesn't like, also likes it in middle school and yes. then makes it a lifestyle as opposed <laughs> to. So and yeah, that's just fine. The temperature here. No, yes. no issues with right. somebody liking something when they're older oh, or anything like that. Right. However, 
I'm not the kind of Ghostbusters fan that's like building right. proton packs either. That's right. that's right. <laughs> that I'm just giving my Ghostbusters backstory. And, and listen, yeah. I got no Setting issue with somebody building a, a proton pack if they also yeah. aren't a sexist piece of shit. Now, anyway, yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So, so just setting the temperature here. It seems like this is not going to be like. This isn't a Ghostbusters podcast. Let's put it that way. Like, yeah, I, I think yeah. me and Sean are pretty much on the same wavelength uh, yeah. exactly on Ghostbusters, whereas JZT, you were more like rejecting Ghostbusters for a long time. I was. And then you threw it on for this and now take it away. Yeah, that's right. This Again, this is good setting the table where we're all coming from. Great idea. Uh, and <clears> yeah, <throat> I had only seen half of Ghostbusters up until Monday. Um I like watched it. Two girls invited me over in high school to watch it. I was kind of humble confused. brag. Yeah, humble brag. I I wrote this on Letterbox. I was confused. Like, is one of them into me? Did I get invited uh-huh. to be set up with one of them? But which one? But what? Or, or are they just? Are we just friends? Like, very confused. Did not focus. I uh, thought Rick Moranis stole the movie at yeah, the time. Of yeah, of course. And I kind of stand by that. You know, he's. Although on Monday I watched it, and I gotta say. Fun little movie. Uh, watch yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's nothing uh, more like, I don't know, you know. Rick Moranis, yeah, yeah so funny. Uh, Sigourney yeah. Weaver, very seductive as Zool. <laughs> and um, yeah, good little jam. And like, it, it is one of these things where it's funny because it's like, I, again, it's one of those, I, I have to believe in my heart of hearts, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and Harold Ramis are like, quietly to the, like, can you I don't know about Dan this? Aykroyd. De- yeah, good point. Take him out. But Harold Ramson, yeah. Bill Murray, and like nine, probably even nineteen eighty seven. Like, I mean, it was a fun movie, but like, can't believe people are this into it. You know? So you yeah. still never seen two, is what you're saying? I've seen half of two. It's on the ABC app, and I like that actually. movie. Is that movie is also kind of being like, can you believe we're doing this again? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's five years later. Yeah. It's like, uh, what? Really? So okay. I want I, I want to give a shout out to past guest, potential future guest Jesse Vandenberg, who tweeted. I'm going to misquote it exactly, but it was the heart of it was my controversial Ghostbusters take is I've never hated any of the Ghostbusters movies. No, I think that's roughly where I fall as well. I, 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 again, love, I'm hard pressed to say any of them. The idea I do love. I'm happy that (laughs) Ghostbusters exists in like that, that it was made. And my brother was the perfect age for it at its first run. And so I have a lot of hand-me-down like toys and blankets and stuff. So it's just an iconography that is pleasant mm-hmm. for me. Totally. But in terms of watching it, it's always been like every, I think all of them are like six to seven out of 10, you know, like, right, right, right. Uh, yeah. And so I, so that to this, the, for me, this movie had no stakes whatsoever. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> let's great. Is if somebody shoots a ghost, I got what I paid for. Sure. And I I think what is a little bit confusing and to talk about like the fans and stuff is like, okay, so they pitched the first movie in the 80s and you have like a bunch of people who were on SNL or have like worked for SNL at the time. And it just seems like the concept is strictly you got a bunch of funny people and Mm. they're going to catch ghosts. And that, I feel like, is something that has existed in, like, just, like, the scenario of that in, like, old movies for, like, decades and everything. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like something that should work. And it does. However, mm-hmm. I think the fans 
almost prefer the technology aspect to it, <laughs> where they well, except for when Melissa McCarthy does it in the third one, because then that's just them uh, being being a commercial. It's too toyetic. It's not doing whatever. So it's like, well... it baffles me because the new Ghostbusters, all the marketing for it, and mm. I, and also the movie itself, I would say, is so serious. Yes. Where it's not a straight up <laughs> yes. comedy, and it's not I funny. So no. and it's it's baffling because for Paul Feig's movie, which I thought was pretty good, it's I not it, yeah. It, yeah it's yeah. no issues with it. it it's just mm. fun, but they're doing exactly what they did in the eighties, but they just have funny women behind it, right. and so SNL they people took, and that's exactly, it, yeah exactly. So the pattern of taking that in concept, it's exact like. I, I understand that. I think that Paul Feig totally understood what Ghostbusters mm-hmm. actually was. Well, but the I, fans, not... uh, they sure, want it to be sure. serious, I guess. I don't know, you know? Well, again, I have no problem with, again, on some level, what we're describing is a little Cobra Kai. It's not from the villain's perspective, but it is just like, well, that was New York. What is, what, what, what how would Ghostbusters play elsewhere? Which, sure. I don't think this hits as hard as I wanted it to either, mm-hmm. but, um, I think there, uh, uh, we were all PTR people. The Country Bear Jamboree was here uh, recently, and and we talked. Uh, Carlson talked about um, how he's like, yeah, the, he still thinks the first one's the best, but he's open to having a hundred bear shows, whether it's sure, jazz sure, or sure. whatever. Right. Like, I want to see them all. But no, yeah. nothing's gonna beat the first one. That's kind of my attitude with this. Is just like it is not sacred at all. Do anything with the concept. Sure. I think what the problem is. Again, we t- I talked about Godzilla movies earlier. It's like that's there's so many of them, and from so many different like angles, that it doesn't nothing's gonna ruin Gorgira. Like it's its own thing. Yeah, there only being four entries on something that was considered a franchise when there <laughs> were just two movies. I mean, three shows or whatever, too. I guess, but uh, and the production company, Ghost Corps. Yeah. Ghost Corps. Wait, do they make anything but Ghost? Buster movie? They were set up six years ago, uh, in tw- so 2015 on the Sony lot. It's the key. It says key people on Wikipedia is Dan Aykroyd and Ivan Reitman. Um, they're hoping to <laughs> I would say, yeah, yeah. They seem like brand- key people too. Ghostbusters <laughs> branded into films, television series, and merchandise. Now, uh, one to, of them to create a, key a Ghostbusters is another one cinematic of the, a universe gate person, or that's a Ghostbusters oh joke for you, <laughs> Ghostbusters fans. Um, <laughs> yeah so again there's nothing wrong with it. it's just it's it's the weight of star wars at the time of the in like 1999 was so huge yeah like any i don't think anybody younger than us is ever going to complain about star wars being ruined because it's such a big pool to swim in whereas in yes. 1999 it was three movies and two Ewok things that were on TV. And like, yeah, that's and I, it. So there was... And a bunch of weird novels and comic books. Right, right. It's, yeah. It's Legends. the kind of thing, and I know this is like, many people have said this, but it's the kind of thing where it's like, you know, just because something comes out that maybe doesn't vibe with the original right. and you don't, like, you're just not as big of a fan of it. It doesn't mean it ruins it. Like the concept of right. being like my Ruining childhood is ruined yeah. because I did like ghost, like Paul Feig's Ghostbusters. Like, shut up and like. Just, <laughs> I'm even like, trying to think know, of like, an example for me where I do function that way, where it's like they made a 
a, a new thing that I didn't like. Like I w- went into uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music being like, I really hope it's good. Sure. But that was because I wanted the movie to be good, not exactly. because Bill and Ted were at stake. Like yeah. it's I, just um... I simply want this movie to be good. And I oh. like that Bill and Ted face the music a lot. I yeah, think, I, I think yeah, my great. question up top is maybe it was maybe a little un, unevenly handed. It, to, yeah, there are, but yeah, there are good ones. But they, again, they still. If there was never a Bill and Ted three, and it was still just that opining for a Bill and Ted three, that'd be fine too. I mean, like I don't know. It's like, it, it's I'm still trying to look for one that was that is like. Well, yeah, that's the best one of all the movies is sure. the one that came 20 years after that. I just don't think that's mathematically possible. Hmm. Well, you know, to take it to music, to the world of music mm-hmm. and the concept of lost albums. I remember, you know, in like being 13 or whatever and reading Rolling Stone. And there was like a profile like lost albums, never completed albums like the Beach mm-hmm. Boys Smile or Ch- Guns N' Roses Chinese Democracy. Right. And within a few years, both those albums have been released, mm-hmm. and they're fine. You know, right. I think people like Smile more. Chinese Democracy is nuts and bad and sucks, but uh, there's something about I think too the mystery and imagination yeah. of like, that's what block. I guess I mean from mathematically. It's it's, it's 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 not an even scale. Like you can't judge it as a movie. It's yes. there's too much baggage inherently coming in with it. That's it. Mars on our podcast said Ween 18 is his favorite Halloween movie. So it's like it's obviously possible. It's it's yes, it's sure. yeah, I don't mean to discredit anyone's opinions and again, somebody out there likes Jurassic World, somebody likes this movie more than the first one. That's There's fine. also Do you guys know the band The Chromatics? Yeah. No. There I read this amazing funny article about how for maybe almost 10 years now, they have been working on an album called Dear Johnny. And they put out a second, a, another album in the time of that. It's like, wow. no, 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 that's not Dear Johnny. This is another album. We're okay. still wow. working on Dear Johnny. And then like, it's like time, us in the Leprechaun franchise. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and then other, like everyone in the band, but was one guy quit. Cause they're like, we're fucking tired of dealing with this guy. And it's just like this thing. It's, it's like, it wasn't even like, it was like a narrative concept album or something like songs. Mm-hmm. Would, they'd make songs like, yeah, this is definitely a song on Dear Johnny. It's like, OK, like, what is your idea? What is Dear Johnny? Do <laughs> right. you just like oh that God. title? And like, and like, like the, you know, and so it's like and then like it's just so funny where it's like this guy's just fucking insane at the end of the day. Or being... Well, if you bring it to, to music and you think of 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 like a band like Suicide that has just like been going since the 70s. Versus a band reuniting that broke up in the 80s to release an album, whatever. Again, there's just contextual pressure that comes yes. from that versus mm-hmm. or Sparks has been going around forever. And it's like, it's still important when an album goes out, but it's not, they better nail this or, yeah. you know, it's just another album. Sure, sure, and that, sure, sure. I guess and that's I, I the think, phenomenon I'm talking about. I, I think that there is, it's going to come a point where there's so much Ghostbusters content that Mm -hmm. it's not going to be that like you know looking under scrutiny of like what it is like i think it's going to reach that point eventually that's that's what i think a a franchise should be a series of films is one thing but if we're blowing it out to be a franchise then yeah as many artists as possible get to have their swing at it yeah and do it from whatever angle i in my my opinion because too i think the hope of that all to me is like oh once there's more than just I don't know. There's just so much of the pressure of the weird social life around these movies. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like again, like just having lived through the whole toxic bullshit storm around Answer the Call, mm-hmm. and just the idea of a new Ghostbusters. Like, oh no, another discourse. And it's like <laughs> I just seek to live in a time where it's like 
yeah, just another Ghostbusters movie. Whatever, you know, it's yeah. not like this whole dialogue about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I feel you. Yep. I just. <laughs> so what are we in Minnesota or something? We're not Minnesota. We're, we're Wyoming. Where, where does this take place? Where the fuck does this take place? <laughs> Missouri, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. All right. Okay. Somerville, Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. Anybody ever been to Oklahoma? No. I think I've been through it. Yeah. Is that? Let me look at a map. Sorry. Uh, a couple kids in my high school went to college in Oklahoma. They had a pretty good theater school. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Shout some out people to... who have been to <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I might have been through there. I can't really tell. I went. I, we drove to Colorado in 2002. I remember being through Wyoming for sure, and a couple of uh, other states, but I can't remember if Oklahoma's one of them. But rock on. Let me tell you this. That shit ain't New York City, babe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, I, I tongue in cheek when I say that. But it's like no, that's if that's the angle. Let's let's have that be the angle. Yeah. And besides the one time that it goes careering down Main Street, I feel like we don't really do anything with the fact that it's in small town America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get uh, the kid from Stranger Things, Finn Wolfman. Yep. Is that his name? You know. Yep. He hangs out with a girl that he works with at a diner, and that feels like a small town hang of like I don't know. We're That's going true. to this mountain, and That's yeah. gonna uh, why I don't know. It's somewhere to go, and maybe there's drinking and sex involved. Who knows? You know. But I I think so. To go back to like what I was saying earlier about the family is that I think had it been a different film. I would be like, this is like a fine horror movie, like yes. with the family. I yes. think it should. It's it's two it's two films in one, and I think that's mm-hmm. when it gets a little bit uh, mm-hmm. uh, where I I want to care more about one than the other. If that makes sense. Right. But. Well, um, yeah. So I'm looking at my own again rules about franchises or whatever. So are you afraid of the dark? I talked about it. It's my favorite show. Uh, those last two seasons are are bad, but. Well, in order to make myself enjoy them sometimes i'm like well these are like really good goosebumps episodes <laughs> like these right. or, or there was a new show today that was this i would be now, Fetch, over the moon sure. but the, yeah. do you mean the last two seasons of the original run or of the original new... or, okay. the, the, yeah the second run these these the new one is its own thing it's a like a sequel-esque thing that is just not the structure of a show it's perfectly fine for what it is but it's just not what i'm looking for from Area for the Dark. And again, that's it may sound contradictory, but I'm saying literally the structure of the show is no longer an anthology series. It's you it's a serial show now, and it's like, well, that's not what I want. Um, but it's cool. I again I'm happy out that people are out there watching it. Um so yeah, seeing this movie as re- like just removing iconography from it in that first act can be, yeah, as you're saying, Sean, like its own mm-hmm. thing and that's doable the but guy then who... once it becomes you go sorry. go ahead sorry no no no, 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 no. Uh, the guy who the, the guy who directed poltergeist like the remake of poltergeist mm-hmm. wrote this with um jason reitman and i feel like mm-hmm. that adds up like it has the same kind of like energy of like yeah. a horror movie from the last 10 years that is like it's fine but it's not you know uh it's not the original Poltergeist or anything like right. that, you know. So yeah. I also, yeah, I not I, Jason Reitman doesn't strike me as a funny person. Like, there's not really jokes in this. Uh, there's like very 
Jokes. What are you talking about? Jokes. Kelly I mean, expressly says jokes while looking into the camera it. like six times in the movie. <laughs> what do you call fish without an eye? Fish. I will say him. I saw that. I saw this opening night. Um, those jokes killed. Jokes? Really? Okay. Those jokes yeah. killed in a, yeah. in a very packed room. Well, it is couched <laughs> in the joke itself isn't what's funny. It's like this Kelly... This kid telling a bad joke and it's like yeah, demon. And it's, yeah. Right. Shows. It's it's yeah. 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 Uh seeing it on opening night was interesting too because um there definitely was like uh, honestly it was like the first time I feel like I had been to the movies. Even like after that I had seen Spider Man opening weekend but not opening mm-hmm. night. But Ghostbusters there's just like that type of like opening night feeling in the air that I haven't mm-hmm. like felt on I don't even know how long uh, because I don't know, just everybody there was just very excited for it. And you can tell, and it's something too, where like um, just because I didn't particularly like love the movie, I was like very happy that there was like a bunch of kids enjoying it. And so, or like just seeing a bunch of kids like holding staple off marshmallow hands and going to the movies. I'm like, there's (laughs) not like this kind of like feeling. And I, I think I can appreciate it for, that aspect for sure sure i think just the stick in my ass i have about this whole like a sequel thing is would that energy not be there for a re-release exactly like, yeah, the whole lion king thing where it's like yeah we made a new lion king but the old lion king whenever we put in theaters also kills <laughs> so like what <laughs> difference does it make if it's the you know sure uh that that's what i'm what's up jct i guess my whole thing about these lego sequels they have Big ass boomer energy, and mm-hmm. all yeah. these movies resort to young people going, "Whoa, you check out this great. boomer! Yeah. <laughs> you still got it!" And they're all fucking seventy years plus. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I hate like Han yeah. Solo. It's just like you're an old man, and mm-hmm. it's weird. But that's to what's be good like, about Last Jedi is Luke goes, "Nah, I don't want to be a part of this." Yes, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's, yeah, so yeah. good, so good. To, to that point, JZT, uh, not when I was seeing Ghostbusters, but when I had seen, oh gosh, what was it? Oh, when I when I went to see The Matrix, when we were leaving the theater, a bunch of teens uh, were shouting to their friend who was also a teen who worked at the movie theater. And they were all yelling and saying, that movie stunk, bro. Get that shit out of your movie theater. And then he was like, what movie? And they were like, Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I think that it's, I, it's like, there's two in-betweens. I think that like the teenagers probably won't like it. The kids will love it. And the adults will go fucking wild for it, you know, mm-hmm. like, and so I don't know, you know. Yeah. Oh, Sean, uh, just you said you saw Spider-Man. Did, how big of a pop did uh, Garfield get or, when he showed up? I uh, Everybody was losing their minds. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Always but, interested to find but, out. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, uh, I didn't have that movie spoiled for me. And I was like, mm-hmm. um I fist pumped the air. I was so yeah. happy. Like, oh, was like, I'm oh. not ever trying to take. It's a wonderful moment, and he does. Gr- he's great in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just the. the I'm the reason I'm bringing it up is because that got a way bigger response than the ghost of Harold Ramis showing up in this movie. <laughs> no, I, I think so as well. I think that or uh, Bill Murray showing up. You, you know, know, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is like everybody was very excited and cheering at Spider-Man, but for mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, it seemed like don't think. It wasn't just one kind of person. Like I feel like when I go to see Marvel movies, sure, sure, it's the fans that are there. Right. This was the same like people families, every time you go. Yeah. Teens, adults, like everybody was out to see Ghostbusters, and I, 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 
I feel like that hasn't that energy like hasn't been around. You know, I've seen a lot mm. of like even Disney. Yeah, movies, maybe like, since The Force Awakens. And yeah, and uh, I, I guess it's kind of cool to see that energy on something that I mean, at least up until now, I wouldn't necessarily mm. like call a full-on franchise, but I, I guess mm-hmm. it is now, you know? Yeah. I don't know, you know? <laughs> it is also crazy to remember, like, The Force Awakens was an event. It was like, whoa, yeah, tickets. Yeah. You gotta get tickets it, ahead of time. And yeah. the whole week, everyone's like, oh, I'm going to Force Awakens Thursday night or Tuesday. You know, everyone's like, I gotta go. You know, it was big. Yeah, yeah. for sure. 2 a.m. show times. And yeah. All that. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, just these boomers. Paul Rudd plays a character named Gary. And let me just put it out there. Just just don't name a character Gary in a movie, you guys. Come on. What are we doing? People, come on. Well, that's it's, the joke, man. He has a stupid name. His Gary, name is Gary Gruberson. Well, Gruberson's fine, but like, yeah. I just don't think people are named Gary anymore. I think it's only in scripts. Mm-hmm. It's only in like sketch comedy and like, I don't know. It, it just feels like the old improv, like Johnson Report. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we'll we'll get around to changing that name later, and then they don't. Yeah, um, I I think as well as like you know Paul Rudd in the Ghostbusters movie in concept sounds good to me, but right. they don't really use him in a way he's just that there. like yeah he's literally just there and like helping, and it's not like he's used for like a comedic effect. I also think Paul Rudd to use him almost as like the sole comedic voice of the movie is a little bit strange because mm-hmm. I feel he's very he's a very funny actor but mm-hmm. he's usually anchored by somebody else who's a, maybe a little bit sillier and you're not really getting that or here. like i don't know in ant-man it's like this him being a hero is enough juxtaposition for us to find comedic stuff and it can riff off the seriousness of it whereas right. this is again in this weird middling ground where it's like the tone yeah doesn't match either angle in which he comes at it with for sure i will say i love just him being a teacher who just throws on horror movies instead of teaching that <laughs> yeah, really yeah, was yeah. right up my alley i love oh, yes. that yeah that's fun and, yeah, and then he's definitely. just like shocked because like you don't want to watch cujo, cujo? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is summer school no one yeah, wants to cares, learn yeah. like <laughs> yeah and um I like but how about when he ran into journey. Walmart? That was uh, huh? That oh, was cool boy. when he went to so, Walmart in the movie. That clip, uh, I don't know if either of you recall, that clip was released on Ghostbusters Day on Twitter. Probably like six, I don't know when Ghostbusters Day is. Probably like, it, it was like significantly like, wait, when is this movie coming out? Is that coming out yeah. soon? And it was released on Twitter as like a look for the fans. Mm. Uh it seemed like, I mean, at least on my timeline, everybody thought it was an ad. Everybody thought it was an ad that was released for Walmart. For, yeah. for Walmart. Like when ET came back for Fios or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. To promote like Ghostbusters Afterlife because that is the way it's shot. And it's yeah. something where he walks into Walmart, he walks past Baskin Robbins. I think he literally stops and says, Baskin Robbins, right? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, a specific flavor of ice cream. He's like, ooh, Fudgeadora or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he meets the um, little little puffs. I believe their name is. I don't. I don't know what the correct terminology is, but he meets them. Um, and how do we feel about them? I, I like them. I have to say, uh, big big thumbs down for me. <laughs> <laughs> this, that's really when this movie I, I I tried I came in with a real open mind and I was having fun but I, Sean yeah. we had the opposite experience where I lose interest as this movie goes on. Uh-huh. I was a solid 2 stars an hour in I think and then by the end I was 
politely down to one and a half <laughs> with my ranking. When the ghost it's- of Harold Damon shown up, I went, fuck this. And <laughs> that's when I was like, one star. And uh-huh. I- so I'm an empath, and so I felt both things happening at once as I was watching it. I was just like, I, I understand uh, people are going to hate this, and I understand right. that people are going to love this. I kind of don't really have an opinion. Uh, I'm here for a fun <laughs> movie. It's almost over. It was fine. Um, I, but I, again, I totally understand both perspectives. Are I think they're both, yeah, and I also don't strongly hate. Like, if people like this, I'm like, great. Yeah, I'm not like, no, yeah. it was bad, and you need to hate it like I hate it. Like, I'm no, just like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, I just. But I also have to see, say, mm-hmm. I have to say, uh, is my uh, opinion colored by the fact that I had to pay twenty bucks to watch this <laughs> and own this forever in iTunes? Yeah, oh a little God, bit. Sure. Wow. <laughs> But I, I think the the biggest thing is, well, at least for me, is you just you see well the Matrix while watching it. You just see it's like this is all of the spots we know from these legacy sequels. Sure. Now. And again, I keep calling for it. Those Wayans brothers got to make scary movie parentheses twenty twenty three, and like just do a, a legacy sequel parody because it's again I'm about to see Scream in a couple of hours here, and I'm hearing great things. Oh, I'm yeah. excited for yeah. it, but it's still it's, it seems to be following the exact same beats. As all of these, and uh, maybe a little turn on his head, or uh, who knows? But um, yeah, it, it's when like I, I feel like when the stuff's announced, you can almost just genre call it up and just be like, "All right, so they're gonna do a Twinkie thing. All right, they're gonna mm-hmm. say this guy has no dick in some capacity, you know? Like they're gonna like it's we get the famous parts of Ghostbusters. So when we see them on screen again, it's like, yeah, no, I've I've, I've seen Ghostbusters. <laughs> like, sure, 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 sure. So yeah. that's why again to me it doesn't remove itself enough from the movie not just because I want original thought but it's like what is the purpose of moving it out of New York City and out of those people those characters if we're not if we're still just going to be gravitationally pulled towards those things uh-huh. if Bill Murray's just going to take an Uber to be there anyway what why not right, just have right, it in right, New York right, City right, right, right. yeah I, I I'll say too like uh, I, I've been I've been saying a lot of bad things about this movie. I'll say one very very good thing that caught me by surprise in a movie like this is that there was actual good practical effects. Uh, yeah. I think that they use CGI quite a lot, and mm-hmm. I under like I would love loved to see the mini puffs as like a, a practical effect. But when they have like the the demon dog, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. like running around that is a puppet and i think that it it looks really 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 good um and i can appreciate that in that aspect but then there's also moments where the cgi looks like absolute shit so you know it contradicts itself in a little in a little bit right yeah just the ghost like the blue ghost that we see a lot is so like what's his name or voiced by uh josh gad unnecessarily cool man (laughs) i mean what are you fucking doing at that point all right you know i know either name a character gary or have josh gad in your movie you can't do both both. and i i notably uh uh not not a big gad fan i do Hmm. think that gad might have been a better choice for paul rudd's character and so sorry mm. to stop you, Sean. You're on a great point, but we do have to do an ad read right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Folks, coming to Peacock pretty soon. It's Wolf Like Me, starring Josh Gad and Isla Fisher. Uh, an exciting television series about uh, a dude who who starts dating a real hot chick. Only thing is, she might be crazy or a werewolf or intense have you ever done that? Have you ever dated a a hot chick? But like, she's a lot. 
JCT, you can stop reading the script. You can make it your own if you want. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll relate this personally. You know, I did a redhead once, and she was hot, man, but she was intense too. So, so this really is a show for me. You know, I feel like th- I haven't seen it yet, but I, I kind of, I'm excited because I feel like this Peacock show. It's gonna be like watching my own life on on people. Now, is it on? Is it exclusive to premium, or can you just watch it for free? Do we got a, a promo code? What, what do we got? You know, I have to assume they didn't write it down in the ad, but I'm gonna assume you can watch the first episode for free. You're gonna yeah. be so fucking hooked. You're gonna sign up for either premium or premium plus. Maybe you your parents have cable and you yeah. can get premium pl- premium, uh, but oh. it's a whole fucking uh, ordeal to do. I'm looking. And, don't swear in the ad reads. I'm looking oh, yeah. at the email here, and yep, the uh, the the trial for uh, Premium Plus is I Was Gad 2. Uh-huh. Great. So promo code, I Was Gad 2. Watch half of... How much, how many episodes can you watch with that promo code? I think yeah, it's half of each episode. <laughs> half of each episode. Great. You're going to watch half of each episode. You'll love it. It's a Josh Gad project. What's there, not to love? There is something from the ad read that you did forget. Oh, sure. Oh, Josh. yeah. We CC'd Sean on the ad read yeah. for some reason. Josh, <laughs> Josh Gad's character is named Gary. Wow. Are you serious? Legitimately. <laughs> I mean, what a world we live in. What a world we live in. I just Excellent love... Gad read, JZD. Yeah. Great Gad read. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, check out Wolf Like Me. All right, now back to Josh Gad. Yeah. We, we were like, you were in the middle of a sentence, Sean. <laughs> Do you oh, have... I don't know. I mean, yeah, no, Josh Gad, I, I don't know. I think that it's. Uh, um, you know, uh, there, there's a few, other than Gad, too, there's a few. Uh-huh. Uh, actual Wait, celebrities that are in this movie I'm, that but hold yeah. on hold on i want okay, i can't okay. move off of muncher being gad i don't even ha- i don't have a horse in this race i don't give a fuck but if slimer is supposed to be belushi if you're saying gad is the belushi oh of the, our <laughs> times oh boy Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. just say it just as i feel that no you, i agree as if, as if uh, belushi would be doing olaf uh in the year of 2020 you know so. <laughs> Well, what would the equivalent be? That'd be like if he were Gergi in Black Cauldron, if he if he lived that long. It's like it's yeah, then that's that's hmm, that could be good. All right, anyway. Uh, yeah, no. Other than Gad too, there's like uh, I, I guess they're cameos. It's always like strange when they're not there to serve. You can't even call them cameos. They're mm-hmm. A-list or almost A-list talent that is playing tiny roles in this movie. Which J.K. Simmons plays a ghost. Yes. Well, um, Ivo Shandor, the build, the, right? Yeah. He's and like then, the main ghost. Yeah. And then Olivia Wilde is like is Gozer. Oh, yeah. Or okay. Yeah. Or Gozer. Yeah. Or Zool. Or yeah. Like, One of you them. wouldn't Zool. know that. There's nothing recognizably Olivia Wilde in her face. Uh, I, no. I don't know. I, I saw it. I, oh, I really? Thought, okay. It was like, I, oh, that's Olivia Wilde. Weird. I'm just yeah. learning. Okay, I just say because I'm just learning this now that it was Olivia Wilde. Yeah. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, it's one of those things where it's like, why? That that's the only <laughs> thing it made me feel yeah. when watching it was, huh? Exactly. Yeah. Why yeah. is that? I guess that's um, just more than anything. This movie just fucking confuses me so much, or the the response to it, or all of it is just like, what also, the one hell? Of the, one of not that I don't know. This weirded me out a little bit, but one of the kids from Reservation Dogs is in the crew, but doesn't like have a line of dialogue. And I was like, oh, oh, that no. sucks. She's funny and cool. I want to hear her talk. That's, is she yeah. like at the diner scene with the one? No, that we, I think she's no. only when they go to the mountain. She's just you, we you barely get a shot of her. But me and Zenny were really into that show. And when we saw it, we just both looked at each other like, oh, it's her! and then nothing ever came of wow. it. Wow. Maybe she like had a scene that got cut where she. Had yeah. a lot of lines or, or she wasn't really like because this movie got pushed back like she wasn't popping off and 
till you know whatever. Well, yeah, this, that this movie was supposed to come out pre-pandemic, like in 2020, right? Uh, not yeah, not pre-pandemic, yeah. but it got it was shot a while ago, and it was shot in 2019. Okay, yeah. Uh, it, I think that's just also what some of the pain of this is knowing Afterlife was coming for like two years, you know, and yeah, sure. Just, just again, again, a bunch of context that isn't necessarily the movie's fault there, but it's like it's hard to remove from your mind when you're watching. Right. Um, something I want to bring up too, and we could talk about all like the legacy characters and what they mean to this movie, but. Uh, was anyone a little bit confused that like Annie Potts' character showed up for like 30 seconds and was yep. like, this is the house, and then disappeared fully until like maybe... I have no information about your father, even though I was his caretaker up until the moment he split. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And then gone, completely no gone. Not yep. like, thanks yep. lady, just like, well, so you think she's going to be in the Did anyone see the post credit sequence? I did, yeah. I did not, please. Her and there's Ernie a few. Hudson have a... Yes, there's... There's one with Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver, which I liked. I think that was okay. charming and sweet. Sure, yeah. And, like, I, just, like, yeah. Is uh, Sigourney playing the same character, or did they yeah. she ghost? She's or doing, like, okay. the cards thing from the first movie. Oh, and I did see testing that. Yes. Him, yes, I did see and that. Yes, 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 it's yes, yes. cute, you know? Yeah. It, like, it, it, let yeah. me, it made me feel nice. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, it's, like, Annie Potts is visiting Ernie Hudson, who has started a billion-dollar franchise, like, a company, He's cool. like a billionaire now. He's like started with one employee. Cool, cool Wilson. Now yeah. it's like, and he goes. I guess it's implied he bought the original Ghostbusters place in Soho, and he's probably Tribeca. gonna like reopen it or something. And yeah, they're gonna do a sequel set in New York. They're gonna go back to New York. Finally, back where it started. <laughs> also, again, two does the same trick, and it sucks in two, and it sucks here. But it's just like, oh yeah, there was that thing in the '80s where we proved that the afterlife was real, but then we all forgot it. So, yeah. <laughs> but there's one YouTube video that's still out there. But yeah. I guess we live in a post-truth world, so we don't know. Yeah. We- Seems unforgettable. Uh, as for Harold Ramis, I know JZT, you didn't love it. Fesh, you slipped off like... his damn TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, when I said for Harold too at the end, I was like, "Fuck you!" Oh, well, because JZT, you famously hate Harold Ramis, right? <laughs> I want, I yeah, I want to bring him back to life just so I can kill him myself. Oh my no, 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 no. Big fan. He's of the guy. really funny yeah. in uh, Orange County. He's I very funny in Orange County. I, I think he has a yeah. very especially later in life, warm presence, like him in Knocked Up, I think is very sweet. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, like his movies a lot. Uh, yeah, massive love and respect to the guy. Just, um, I don't know if he would like this movie. <laughs> no, yeah, I was thinking that too. I, I, I think, okay, so I think dedicating, I and I don't know, you know. And I get I, it too. It, I yeah. think dedicating it to him though, specifically, is a little bit strange because he doesn't seem like the Ghostbusters guy. It's all all of the energy is coming from like Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Bill yeah. Murray has like expressed no, I don't want to fucking do this in the past and everything. So and then he's done it both times it's happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, Actually, yeah. he got the video game too. He did that. Uh, yeah, yeah. He he did yeah. everything besides the cartoons, which no one else did either. Right. <laughs> so it, it's interesting to see it dedicated towards Harold. And I know that like, yeah, that's their friend. But I don't think of him as like the Ghostbusters guy. I know right. I think of him as like. Egon, but like it's not. I don't know. It, it's not. It, it's it's a little bit strange. Well, I will like, say yeah. I did like the um, 
like I was impressed by the CGI because it definitely did until they said for Harold I was like there is 110% people in this audience right now that believe this man is here like he's still alive <laughs> yeah. and uh ethically I don't know where I stand on that but um I thought that compared to a lot of other like uncanny uh bringing back a celebrity or making them look younger I think this actually did look really good. So I gave them that, but, you know, uh, should they have I done it? I don't know. I on, on the ethical notes of it, I think it is fine in that it's like, well, it's a ghost, so it's going to be CGI anyway. Sure. So resembling the image I'm cool with because it's like, yeah, we're not trying to be like, he's real, he's alive. You know, it's like, no, this could See, be. See, but I don't think I don't it's know. ever saying it's real or it's alive. This is a whole other avenue we're going down, but I'm going to like uh, what was the, the guy in rogue one right that was the big one at the time that people so were, right? i yeah. fell for that i thought that same genuinely same. came back yeah but then when i found it it wasn't real it's was like okay it's not like oh, it affects yeah. that actor's legacy no, like, no, 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 no. on in a cartoon if we draw a celebrity we still draw that celebrity like it's still his yeah. likeness we're recognizing I, I, yeah. just because it's realistic i don't see why it's still artistry to make it happen even if yeah. it's a cold calculated one it's still I think, too, I'm cool with it when it serves the story, when it's like, well, we're trying to have this exist at this point in time. So, like, an old actor playing a young guy would look weird, but it's like, oh, that's just what he looks like at that age. But now, like, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, sure. Yeah, but even that, it's just like you can just cast a different person. We can understand that people's faces change, and that guy isn't that old anymore. Good, That's not an ethical issue. That's more just an artistic choice, though. I I think the only time I've ever felt creeped out by it and not even in in an ethically ways but like the young version of um robert downey jr and captain america civil war, civil war is like yeah terrifying oh, it's Jason really gotta go back and watch those i'll ultron, I can... yes it's canon on this podcast i need to rewatch <laughs> ultron and civil war he looks smooth that's all i'll it's say weird. like he, it it's looks weird. very strange the Leia eyes the are a little bit wrong also a little like, weird too which I, oh, Leia, you said? Yeah. yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. Uh, again, but that she was alive at the time of that, I thought, is that right? Mm-hmm. She was? And yeah, again, no issue there. But again, it's you know, you're allowed to draw dead people. It's okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. If, if you don't draw dead people, how will you see them again? We want to see them again. I think like the fear is always like, don't just CGI whole movie. Like they were going to do a James Dean CGI movie, you know? And it's like, that's weird and wrong. See, but that to me is but, almost yeah. like an atom bomb thing. It's like, let's do it once just so we never do it again. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah. do, I do want to see it because it just needs to be done. It's like sausage party. It's like, you know, it's like we, <laughs> there needs to be an R rated Pixar movie and then there hasn't been. Great. We did it and now we can move <laughs> on, you know? It's like, yes, the improv teacher is like, all right, fine. We'll do a whole Herald where you guys can say the N word. And right. It's like, great. How do we feel now? Do we all feel disgusting? <laughs> yeah. Good. Remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the full story, but Riley's 401 uh-huh. with Curtis Gwynn and a lot of talent, like a lot of talented people in the class. They did some Harold or scene and like Curtis Gwynn just yelled, not yelled at them, but lectured them for like a half hour. Like just because we can do something doesn't mean we should do something. We, should, we right. have agency. We have power over decisions and what and it was also like i think there was one woman in the class and it was all white for context sure. too right but i don't know what the herald was or what the scenes were but it's just like everyone's like we all felt pretty bad about ourselves after that but that's learning <laughs> like, failure that's is learning. the best yes. teacher you sure, gotta exactly. like it, that's yeah so i, I, I like again well, just yeah. do do like i don't know if it's the same thing we were saying off mic before we talked about splurging on a purchase is is, is it's, it's it's never going to leave our minds until somebody does it so, so just let 
fucking George Lucas or James Cameron or any of these these pioneers yeah. take their swing and then we can see if it sucks and then we'll never do it again and if it rocks mm. we've opened up a whole avenue of how to do things like yeah is uh is uh, <laughs> i i know the answer to this but would avatar 2 be considered a legacy sequel because it came out like a decade Ooh, or two after that's an even more interesting <laughs> question than what i posted at the top of this podcast I, ooh, that's a great question i don't <laughs> think so i don't think yeah. so. Yeah. because they've actively been they've working, been working on, on this on whole since, time yeah. i don't think it's but a legacy sequel that so that's it is chinese democracy then yes exactly yeah, yeah. um avatar 3 will be a regular sequel avatar 2 is a legacy sequel because avatar <laughs> 3 is following up in within the two-year <laughs> right. timeline you know uh, statutes of limitations that's what they call it in the law right. <laughs> now here okay so but speaking of harold ramus this is something i wanted to get into because it's sort of the weirdness of this movie is it's like Spangler as a character is very cold, emotionless, scientific. Mm -hmm. And then this movie, like the mom, Carrie Coon, I believe, uh, mm -hmm. his granddaughter or no, his daughter, his daughter. Yeah. She, he, she, and we don't know who the father is really. The mother, the mother, the mother, the mother. Don't know who the mother is. Don't know who the father of her children is. And um, so it's grappling with, this like uh, distant father and coldness. Well, mm -hmm. the first one establishes that women want Egon for his epididymis. So uh, tracks to me. <laughs> I guess yes. I guess it was weird about it to me no, is it's I, like no, I'm we're building this movie and it, and that's like kind of thematic. It's, it's all just about. it's like, like oh he's the dead one, so yeah. we have to do it, and that's what sucks. And again, just like. I don't know. Just like the same way we know the Twinkie's gonna have a callback, I feel like whenever we talk about a Ghostbuster movies, Ghostbuster movie post his death, we're like, "Oh, great!" And then he could be a ghost in it. Yeah, which is like yeah. a little craven and weird. Uh, it, it's they they didn't do that answer the call. He was just like a bust in the background of like the first scene mm -hmm. in that movie, and it's like, great, that's that's, that's all respectable. You need. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like the whole movie is just telegraphing that moment at the end. Which can that's fine. Not everything needs to be a total side swap surprise. It just it just like when that is the central point, when that is the mystery of the MacGuffin, and then it's like yeah, and then it pays off with the moment that you all expect. I don't know. It's just what's up, Jay Z? You gotta go I'm shit go or take something. A piss or get <laughs> you guys carry on. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, it definitely it definitely um, does yeah. uh, lead up to that, and I think that it's a rewarding moment, but it also mm -hmm. like. I'm like, yeah, this is great. They're all here and like they're all being funny and this is like the vibe I like out of Ghostbusters. And but then I'm like, I just sat through what? And this movie's like almost over 2 hours, like an right. hour and 45 minutes of a family that I was just like, who are these people and why should I care, again, you know? And even if again, as a person who doesn't hate the first part of the movie either, not that you hate it, but like isn't it doesn't it's higher on it than you. Um it's still just like it's so fractured that even if I loved both parts, it's still just like, well, this doesn't, it's a, again, it's like if, if, if force awakens was all exclusively, uh, Boyega and, and, uh, sure. uh yeah. And right. And then at the very end, Han Solo comes in and yeah. defeats the bad guy and says, I'm out of here. And it's like, well, then why do I care about these losers? It's this, it's a pacing issue for sure. Because in force yeah. awakens, like they scatter them out. And I think that's what's right. really important. Is you, that, collect like, the, you, yeah, and, you collect the party. And they become characters as the movie goes on. Right. It's not right. just like, And they've changed here, over the goodbye. last couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> they, exactly. They've exactly. changed. Yeah. Um, 
the other thing that annoys me too is just like I really wish it wasn't they've reunited to beat the same people that they beat in the same way that they beat them in uh-huh. the movie that this is famous for. Like, right, right, right. And one thing that really bugged me, and I don't even really care, but it did yeah, bug me. Yeah, yeah. So the whole thing where they cross the streams in this movie, mm-hmm. they are so far removed from the portal. In the original, I thought the whole thing was like, it's like, don't cross the streams. It could be like an explosion. But it's like, well, if we cross the stream shooting into that portal, maybe that'll be enough energy to close the portal. You know, it feels like they only cross the streams because it's like, uh, you know, that's what we did. Because we have to do because there's a crunch bar in his pocket because there's the crunch bar in the first movie. Like the wavy lines, the wavy lines. Like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Sean, right? Crossing the streams, the portal, the the gozer. Wait, is Slimer in this movie, okay. by the way? Me, sorry, me and Sean haven't so. seen it since it came out. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Um, Wait, that's an interesting He wanted I don't too know. much money. Wanted too much money. <laughs> he was a Slimer's on Cameo. He's really expensive on Cameo. Yeah, it's 400 bucks for a Cameo of Slimer. It's worth, worth it, in my you opinion. You did it? But yeah, I did it. Sent, <laughs> you know. I wanted to thank my accountant for doing my taxes, so I sent him a Slimer cameo. Mm. Um, wow, how much did he get back that it was worth spending 400 on a cameo? <laughs> oh, buddy. How do you think I paid for this condo? <laughs> Through your tax guy, I guess. Through my tax guy, yeah, yeah. He really... <laughs> he <laughs> might be a criminal. I was going to say, yeah, you I might got more. get out while they're getting good there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, t- the IRS is coming for me, but hey, until then, I'm in this nice condo. <laughs> So um, if if you guys have more to say about the movie, great. But I would also like to bring up that JZT and I uh, did uh, uh, I, this. It felt like a little bit. This is like for your listeners, a little bit of like Hauntoberfest. Yes. Ty- oh. uh, ty- kind of. Kind of. But first, we'll get into that. But first, okay, okay, I just okay. want to say, folks, you know what time it is? <laughs> it's Miller time. Oh, nice. <laughs> I cracked mine open before we started rolling. But guys, I was drinking out of a can as well. I've had a green smoothie, so I have not cracked mm-hmm. that open. Um, yeah, so on when was that, JCT? On Sunday? Sunday, um, yes. Yeah, on Sunday, we did a online immersive Ghostbusters right. experience. Yes. 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 So um, that it was by Secret Cinema, who um, is a very famous uh, uh, British company uh, who does a bunch of like in person immersive experiences. They've always looked very cool. I think what they essentially do is like, they'll have a area that you walk through where you meet all the characters from the movie and they'll do like performances and everything like that. And then you are essentially like, if they were to do Ghostbusters, you're in the firehouse, you watch the movie in the firehouse, right. like something like Very along cool. the lines of that. Um, cool. They've done like every movie, like you name it. So um, they... Stuart they Little too. <laughs> You sit in Stuart Little's tiny ass car and you like <laughs> drive around in circles while watching the movie. Uh, yeah, no, they've done a ton. Uh, they pivoted to doing some online content. Um, it wasn't a screening in any way, so that was a little bit different. It was an interactive mm. experience, uh, furthering the lore on Ghostbusters. I would say, Chase. That's Tate, right. right? Um, That's right. They furthered the lore. It was cool. Now, it was what we, timeline yeah. is it in? Is it in between these the two 80s. movies? Is it after? It's in the. It 80s. is immediate. I think immediately or if, or a year after. Um, so like it's about a year after two. the first movie. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but it and, was cool. It was we signed up for like 
uh, they gave us like all our jobs, even though we didn't really use those jobs. Right. They was, you kind of like took a little personal test, and I was like a some kind of medium, a psychic medium. Uh-huh. So, so uh huh. So you okay, cool. That's but, cool. So yeah, there's a lot of like, and then it was kind of fun that uh, periodically there'd be these video interviews with, with an actor in costume, one playing like Annie Potts, you know. A guy did a Rick Moranis that we he did a terrible job in my opinion. I'll, I will say a lot of the <laughs> you you're supposed to meet the characters like you know and love uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, across the whole experience, but uh, the it's very funny because uh, they're clear like they clearly have shot this in England. So uh, Ernie Hudson's character like will be speaking, and you know it is like a man that is just like trying his best to like yeah. hide the thickest British accent. <laughs> I love that. Always and... love that. Rupert Grint on Servant is the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, what a performance that is, Fesh. He yeah. is. He, in addition to the American accent, he's. You can. I just so feel like brooding. He's so yeah, I gotta like, be angry. Gotta hey, be angry. Gotta be I'm angry. like a. I'm like a mean guy. Oh, this is so Philly. fun for me. I I'm get to be like a Phil. mean, yeah. tough guy. And it's <laughs> yeah. like this is not. This is so yep. fake. <laughs> yep. it's, it's great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it was funny to see like a bunch of actors like playing uh, Dan Aykroyd and like Bill Murray and like. And I, 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 you know, I, I like text. We were all texting in a group chat during the experience, and I was like, it feels like. A Universal Studios thing where like they you're supposed to be like hi I guess he kind of sounds like Dan Aykroyd like he's in the voice, but he doesn't <laughs> right, he's serving the like archetype him. more than yeah. anything else right, yes. right 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 but it was entertaining you know they uh if the the first time we had the experience booked it was like a whole thing where uh they had canceled due to technical difficulties mm -hmm. uh they were very nice and they um gave us yeah, it got postponed off. like a month yeah they canceled it to like figure it out I won't say that it was a flawless experience. It was pretty flawless, but I think that uh, their technical things were a little bit, uh, you know, you're live streaming a very yeah. advanced thing. Some of us had also, issues and stuff. I had a, my, my panic. I, I, I logged in on my new iPad and I was Humble there. Humble breath. Yeah. I got, it's from that, got uh, that Slimer cameo. That's what yeah, you're Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I so I'm in. It starts, and then they go, and just make sure to plug in your headphones. And I have this panic of, oh, the only headphones I have are like uh, plug in, you know, through a, a aux oh. cord, and I don't have Bluetooth headphones. And there's no, you know, only for the new iPad, no jack for that. So I'm like, oh fuck. So then I'm like, okay, and it sounds like I have to, because that's part of the technical of it, you know. And uh, one of our people, Zach, had technical issues, and I was like, I think it's because you're not doing headphones, because he was hearing other groups talk, but not uh, it was, it was body. Yeah, and, was, and he was doing it with his girlfriend too. So I was like, I get why he wouldn't want to like, sh oh, go away. Only one of us can do it now, so it's like weird. But you know what I mean? Or mm -hmm. if you don't, it's one of the things. I was like, oh, they didn't really tell us this in advance, as far as I remember. Maybe they did, but they like, did. I just okay. did not pass it around as much as. I oh yeah. Come yeah. on. But then I got worried too because I was like, okay, I can maybe I can join on my laptop and use the headphones there. But like, will I get? Will I be able to rejoin? Or is because right. I already joined one, will I get kicked out? So that was a little panic on my part, but it worked out. I, What's the interaction? Do you bust ghosts? What, what, what happened? We bust ghosts. Yeah, we in very poor interface. <laughs> yeah, the the like busting ghosts felt like a uh, a flash player game from like the two thousands for sure. It was very oh. confusing. Uh, the interaction, I would say, is what made the experience. Um, yes. The actors are really good. 
uh, they would bring you to certain rooms to like train uh, away from other groups. So there was one where we, they, she just told us about the equipment that was like our training. Or we, um, what else? JZT. There was like a. Well, we um, went into the Central Park West Hotel. And, oh yes, uh, yeah. One the of the pl- janitors, was like a plumber, or a janitor, a plumber. Or He's like, no, "You good. guys are the new plumbers. You're not from that Ghostbusters unit, are we?" And you're like, "Uh." Hey, you're Ghostbusters. I knew it. I ought to kick you out right now. I'm looking for good plumbers here. He he, he was my favorite. There, and well, then eventually there was like... If you were plumbers, if the experience would just change to <laughs> how to fix the zinc. That'd be great. Eventually, they uh, when all the ghosts like infiltrated the stream, we did like a workout with like a demon. We did that was like, the best part. A game show with like a, a person purgatory. being like pur- purgatory, which, yeah. Which we crushed. Yeah, we got all we the did. trivia right. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Good job. Yeah, it, it was it was fun. You know, I uh, mm. um, the 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 very uh, a very cool thing about it was that half of our group was possessed by Gozer and half of our group was not. And we didn't realize halfway through that um, it was like me, JZT, and Skylar, I believe, yes. that were possessed by Gozer. So we were hearing Gozer while the other group And that's was where the headphones come into play. Like oh, yeah, me and Sean are getting messed, like, bark yeah. like a dog to show you're possessed. And, and the others were like, what are you doing, JZT? You're barking like a dog. Hi, Zenny. All right. Yeah. She was being quiet, so we didn't. You could keep uh, going. Oh, okay. I <laughs> saying hi. I know. Um, I hope they don't roast me just like in Detroiters. We will not. Roast Tim's you. in the background of Chrissy's YouTube videos. We watched Detroiters this, these couple of days. You watch which writers now? Detroiters. Oh, yeah. I need to check that out still. It's the best. You got to watch it. Yeah. Oh, Coco. God damn it. Big fan of the new season of Search Party. Just finished this morning. Highly recommend. Cool. Yeah. Anyway. Nice. <laughs> What's the where were we were uh, uh, being, we're possessed by Gozer. We were possessed by Gozer, yeah, which was really cool. I think that was like the the kind of thing that like solidified me. Like, yeah, this is fun. It, it not perfect, but I think you know, for an hour and a half, it got me like talking with some people and character being like, "I'm a plumber. I don't believe in the Ghostbusters," and I thought that was like super you know yeah. entertaining and uh kind of filled a void of like themed entertainment that i haven't uh sure. experienced in a while so yeah. yes it was, it was fun. fun and Sounds and sean cool. not to call you out but you were instantly giving out the secrets of gozer on the group text gozer would i kill was you if yeah you found out. no saying, hey, i, know. I thought we were all <laughs> i thought we were all possessed furious. but apparently not yeah gozer gozer's gonna get me yeah it was fun um ghostbusters fun stuff for yeah, sure. that's what I'm saying. The world in the milieu is 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 uh, I, I think very similar to Star Wars. It's like, yeah, that stuff's more interesting to me than the movies necessarily. You know, like, um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I'm gonna go back to this movie though and talk about podcasts. We haven't really talked about them. We haven't talked about podcasts. <laughs> yeah, got to talk about podcasts uh, on the podcast. Just again, just similar Gary energy where it's like, oh, he's nicknamed podcast because he has a podcast. So wait. <laughs> So is his podcast called Podcasts something? Like, it doesn't... Anybody actually in the world of podcasting would know you would not name yourself 
podcast. It yeah, would be like, something under the umbrella of podcast, like right. you know, welcome like to the supernatural Noah. podcast. I'm podcast. That's what we're supposed to. Yeah, that's we all know that it, it. He really finds his voice in episode forty six. But now I will say the payoff to that 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 Ray specifically is his listener. I really like because that is a characterization of Ray. He's so into sure. the occult that he will listen to the most bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Podcast. Right, right. Yeah. I think that's actually a good game move that you couldn't have made in the original movies because podcasts weren't around then. I'm not crazy about him also saying really finds its voice in episode sure, 46, sure, which, sure. but like, that's a, you know, it's just one of those, would he all honestly have that opinion or would he be into Again, all that's them? One of those, you got to know, but that, and you got to, he, you have him say, and it, it plays into Ray's game too. Where it's like really finds his voice in episode two. <laughs> it's like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, he's really into it. Cool. Yep. I guess I also hate that joke. Cause it's like, I feel like I would write that. That just, you, I feel like, Oh, you call felt back. Seen. And it's like, mm. you felt seen by Ghostbusters. <laughs> I just felt like, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm like, Oh, it's maybe. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, maybe that's not as funny as I think it is. Or I'd be proud of it. It's like, eh, it's kind of, but lame. again, again, it's just, you see the structure. That's how a callback works. And sure, it's, sure. it's hard to have a callback really surprise you when you've yeah. seen. Yeah more than 100 movies i don't know like at a certain point like <laughs> right, 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 right. it's hard not impossible yeah. hard yeah. Yeah. the uh this is kind of irrelevant but the spank i wrote i put up in december 2019 mm-hmm. had a lot of connections at the end and the audience was just like okay <laughs> and it was like uh, i guess that doesn't matter then yeah hmm. all right well uh-huh. whatever <laughs> sometimes you show, oh all these threads are connecting isn't that gonna be killer it's like no, no one really cares. All mm-hmm. right, whatever. If it was funny, that's all we wanted. That's the yeah. <laughs> the other yeah. stuff's extra. And if right, it's just, right, 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 right. If you're clearly distracted by making it connect, that takes away from the funny sometimes. Hard sometimes. to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, also the Hell's Kitchen, no one laughed, and uh, the vibe was dead. Oh yeah, you should be dead by the time you were trying to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to uh-huh. harken back to something that was long gone. Anyhow. <laughs> Uh, who can relate? I, I mean, Ghostbusters Afterlife, maybe. <laughs> but I now the, the Proton Pack was brought to us by the Ghostbusters Four from New York City. They oh, uh, anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think Phoebe was good. I think that actor, that kid, charming. Mm. Like I think legit good and yeah. did a good job. I, I podcast sucked. I think. I don't know, no offense, mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, you know, kid, you're a fine well, kid. I you think did it what was fine. It's just what he asked was annoying. It's it's yes, the role. Exactly. No, it's exactly. The role. Yeah. It's not him. Good like, kid, bad totally. right, Yeah. 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 He did I, exactly I, what they wanted him to do, and the yeah. whole family. I'm like, they would be. You know, I I believe. Um. Uh. Yeah. McKenna Grace, who plays Phoebe, um, she's on. I think she was on Hill. Yeah, she was in Hill House. She oh, played okay. young Theo. Um, she's good. You know, I think uh, she's good. Yeah, she's definitely talented, but yeah. I think it's just like, yeah, it's it's the writing and directing, I guess. Like, you yeah. know, that's what it is. And I, I think uh, it's one of these things where it's like Jason Reitman famously never wanted to do a Ghostbusters. I don't even think he really wants to do it now. It, the direction no, he, feels kind of lazy to me. Want to do it? It it's feels flat. very, it yeah. 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 It does, Again, you know. we, we in the mid thousands, it was a very big YouTube trend to be like, "What if Doug was like a fran like Nickelodeon's Doug came back as a franchise TV show? Look at the shaky cam and this and that." The trailer for this feels much more like that than the movie itself. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's it seems like those those were and again not that that's inherently great or bad or whatever. It just felt like an inconsistent tone. Uh, that's just like, is this going to be an artsy fartsy, or? flat yeah summer netflix comedy or what what is this 
And I also do like the mom a lot. It took me a second to place it. I'm like, where have I seen her before? And I watched half of the, the Midnight leftovers. The movies, or? Oh, yeah. No, no, I did so that on Letterboxd. Like, who is she in the Avengers Infinity War? Like, oh, okay, the voice. Proxima Min. But uh, yeah, The Leftovers, I watched half of the second season and stopped, but enjoyed it. It's very mm-hmm. heavy, though, but she's really good on that. So it's cool to see her. I like the idea of her and Paul Rudd as a couple. They do it for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but then this is the, okay. This is another weird thing too, where it's like it's this like I guess what I ha- what I hate about it is this like weird wishy washiness of it. it's like well she's a mess because like she can't pay her bills. Yeah, I don't evic- like her, character. but like they don't. Yeah, it's like they they like present her as like good mom, but we're broke, and it's like well why like and or maybe she's not a good mom. She's like struggles with the kids, but, but like again, not enough of it. It's not know? a movie, and I don't think necessarily it should either too. But is not gonna make her. Um, an ugly person. That's not a choice exactly. that yeah. we're gonna make because it's very plastic. That's what I'm saying. It's like if we are at a point where we've made f- uh, so many Ghostbusters things that we can make the full-on, you know, indie indie. It's taking place. Yeah, we have all this sure. stuff, and the mom is actually an ugly person. That's one thing. But this is it's not strange. quite Disney Channel. Totally. Like, yeah, the mom's yes. like thing is like strange in it because like. I, I, it doesn't. It alludes to her being an alcoholic, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say that's what I because there's a scene of her drink with a cup of wine passed out on the table. You know, a little bit. Yeah. And, it's strange yeah. because um, I and I think that's what this all comes back to is that when this trailer came out, and I feel the same way about the movie, is that people forgot that Ghostbusters was not directed by Steven Spielberg. And I think that uh, the, you know, having it be about a family and having family issues and stuff is something that is deeply rooted in a lot of Spielberg's movies where there is science fiction and, like, there Mm -hmm. is, like, uh, but ultimately it's, like, a family story, but with also science fiction. Um yeah and so it's strange to see them go that route and give the nostalgia for something that ne- not necessarily was ever that that like it it wasn't that you They're know being, like yeah. it's fake nostalgia it's that it wasn't fresh yeah correct yeah it's, exactly yeah it's it's, it's it, again it's we're kind of, we haven't explicitly said like ghostbusters it, there's no message no. there's no, no yeah yeah there's no allegory it's, it's literally just for sure shit happens and it's fun to watch and that's and fun. exactly and this is the thing, like you guys know the Scott Gardner sketch, Beatles three thousand, like yeah, a documentary yeah, yeah. Yeah, about, about the that. Beatles yes. from the year three thousand, reconstructing yeah. history where like Kareem Abdul Jabbar they think is one of the Beatles, you know. Right. Like sometimes that's the way you say that, Sean, it's like, yeah, this feels like in the year three thousand, someone's like, Oh yeah, like we're remaking the Ghostbusters, which is directed by Steven Spielberg. Right. We don't know much about it, but from Or it's like yeah, that content- play about like I think it's called something Mr. Burns or yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I which is good. Out. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, like, well, the way that these people treat Ghostbusters, it must have been a religion. Exactly. Yeah. So we and must think, take it seriously. And I, you know, I have the thing where, like, when a new, and I, I didn't do this with Ghostbusters because I've seen them like a ton of times, but I have a thing, uh, and I, I, I wonder if both of you do this as well, but uh, um, fellow friend uh, uh, Zach, from who is previous guest as well, uh, confessed to doing this is that whenever there's a new movie coming out, they always feel like they have to, and myself included, like I always watch feel like everything. I have to like watch everything prior. And I think yeah. most audiences don't do that. And I will say flat out, mm-hmm. like that has ruined some movies for me. Is sure. that, um, you know, it's kind of the same thing with like uh, 
I had read, uh, and not not a great book, but I had read Ready Player One before I saw Ready Player One. Right. And mm-hmm. I go mm-hmm. in with those, yeah. you know, it's the book right. before the movie thing, where I'm looking at the other examples and saying like, hey, but I feel like a lot of audiences, maybe their memory serves as Ghostbusters being that sort of like, Right, because you remember yes. Christmas when you uh, opened up the, the right. toilet action exactly. figure, and you remember the cartoon Saturday mornings yeah. and the warmness that came with that. But the movie itself is not warm in the slightest. Like no. it's, it's not mean, but it's just like I don't know, a bunch of New York assholes <laughs> yeah. doing some stuff in some montage. That's For most sure. of that movie. Yeah. yeah, but actually, yeah, Sean, you you bringing up the Spielberg of it does unlock a lot of yeah. it to me. It's like oh, okay, that's what they were going for. That yeah. uh-huh. makes a lot of sense now. Yep, and fail in my opinion, but hey, America oh, okay. liked it apparently. So you know, well, again, we, we're we're thirsty for movies at that time, and we still felt a little more safe at that time as well. I feel yeah, like even sure. that wasn't that long ago. Still, yeah, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, but I don't know. Again, I I I, I think it, I said it earlier. Uh, all of these movies are a six or a seven. This one's yeah, it, no it's different. Fine. And it doesn't yeah, whatever. make me. And maybe this is just not who I am, but it doesn't make me be like, I hate this. This is not my Ghostbusters. Do I think it's totally, totally out of whack of what it initially was? Yeah. But am I mad about it? No, it's fine. I'm glad that it exists. I'm glad that kids enjoy it. Well, too, you know, I'm also, my thing is like, it's like, then I I don't want to be one of these like, uh IP movies haters. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. this isn't going away. No. And maybe having a, negative attitude is not helping and uh <laughs> you know like there's certain very like ugh, it's like i don't know movies are a living breathing changing evolving thing and who's to say what it should or shouldn't be or what a hit movie should or shouldn't be sure. or a franchise so have an open mind i don't know you know or but also just in our time hear know. about ghostbusters then yeah this potentially could be maybe your favorite one because it's kind of different but it's exactly. still not gonna be a great movie to you it's still yeah, about yeah, sure, sure, ghosts sure. i don't know i guess it's we were talking about the matrix earlier and i was part of going into that was a little like well it's been a long time and what is this gonna be is this mm-hmm. gonna be like a total fresh start like just go all you need is your memory of what the matrix was and if you don't even have that, don't worry. This is a clean entry. And I was kind of pleased to be like, nope, this no, is pretty much hard text, following yeah. the dense mythology they've created. And, and you know, uh, that pleased me. But I can totally see why other people would hate that. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck was that? Like, I saw heard people being like, I saw it. I didn't understand any of it. It's like, great. Cool <laughs> for me. You know, and again, I right. know that's frustrating for them probably, but. But at the same time, I'm always of the mind of don't walk into a number four and be upset yes. that you're confused by a number sure. four. Or <laughs> yeah. three before. Yeah. You didn't yeah, do yeah, your yeah, homework. Yeah. You didn't do your homework. Even honestly, like the fast movies are getting confusing. Like we saw F9. My dad was yeah. like, wait, who is this? It's like, you don't need to see them. But yeah, like I even me was like, I mean, I jumped I in. A, I, I saw the first Fast and Furious at the time. And then I jumped in at six and I watched six and uh, and then I caught up. Still having not seen Tokyo Drift though, right yes. before nine. But sure. like I understood what was happening in oh, yeah. six, seven, and eight. Like it's right, right, not right. that. And it, if anything like this, it's like no, it's not confusing, but it's like wrestling turns where it's right. like, well, yeah, that guy was bad. Now it he's will good, pay but off you don't better. Know exactly. You know yeah. it de- but you'll still be able to watch a wrestling match without knowing the storyline. It depends what it is. Like I said, I think there's two situations where like 
one of them i'm like damn i really shouldn't have watched the previous movie because the previous movie is better or the remake mm-hmm. or whatever and i'm like the pre the, the previous movie is better and here's all the reasons why and then i have experiences where you know i had watched uh i and i was like kicking myself over it i had watched like all the uh daniel craig james bond movies right before the new one and uh it made the experience way more rewarding than it would be just to see it um and i was ultimately i was just mad because i was watching them within the month of october and i don't want to be watching uh james bond in a month where it's celebrated <laughs> for horror movies but you know um yeah it's something where if it's rewarding great if it's not well but that again, sucks, you, just you know can't have it hang on that stuff that's the no, biggest no, issue no, no. exactly have your crunch bar wrappers have your whatever but if there if so much energy of the movie you're watching is devoted to it who cares it needs Definitely. to be easter eggs it needs to be bonus it cannot be now that i don't know but then also it just kind of depends on how things works because the entire you know, like the, the last hour of Endgame is just them going and we're paying this part off and we're yeah. paying. it worked on me so hard so i don't know it, it's but that's its own thing that's again if you want to say that's not cinema that's fine it's 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 its, its own thing but mm-hmm. as those two things start to bleed over each other not to be a fuck franchise film person but it, it, we have to if this is the new territory we have to start figuring out new rules and new ways to do things and it clearly it can't be the same old tricks over and over again because that, we 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 know the tricks we know the tricks i'm trying to think of what the next yeah. thing could be but like it makes me excited for you know that's the ultimate thing that has come out of this and i think that's a definitely a big issue even though i am excited but i think it's a big issue with movies where a lot of movies feel like they're designed for the sequels and i feel like that's what this felt like is that i'm watched this movie i said it's fine it's it's okay but i made me be like okay i am hyped for the next one and i know that's the energy that they want to bring but it's not necessarily a good energy because every movie tv that's not movies yeah exactly um and yeah so uh uh, you know there will be a next one i'm sure Mm -hmm. and um i'll embrace it if it is about all the old guys in the warehouse and stuff and (laughs) uh and in addition to that uh they did announce like a, a um sony pictures who like uh like their animated division so like the people who did like spider-verse and stuff they're talking mm. about doing an animated ghostbusters movie great um i encourage that completely because yeah. it's a different medium again you know like... I'm, I'm saying just open up the floodgates and have, uh, uh i i my, like back working at the movie theater i was talking about how like my vision of heaven is i can go to the movie theater and see any movie by any director that i want so it's just like let's you know let's see oceans 11 done by sure fucking i don't know wes anderson <laughs> wes anderson great and like that's it that's what i'm doing and then i want to watch oceans 11 right by tarantino right after i can if i want to see it by sure. long right after i can like it's, right 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 that I, I i'm so okay with that but that's again that exists in the abstract in a world without budget or money or diluting an right. entire industry <laughs> so right, right, i can't, right, right, right. can't just yeah. be like all the ghostbuster movies are, have been let out of their proton packs and uh-huh. are wreaking havoc on the cinema but for sure oh there there's an angle guys all right so if franchise mm-hmm. movies are ghosts in this universe, who are the four directors busting the franchises? Scorsese. <laughs> is, Scorsese is Bray. Um, <laughs> Terrence Malick is Egon. 
Oh, okay. by the way, uh, Egon, more like Hegon in this one. I think he gone. That... <laughs> he gone more like he gone because he gone. I think James Cameron's Venkman because they're both mm. kind of like smug. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And um, who's Ernie? But, and he also has a, a relationship with somebody who is on the other side. Venkman does. Uh huh. Yeah. And I think with Avatar being a big franchise, you know, uh-huh. this is him flirting yeah, yeah, yeah. with yep, yep, cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, um. Anyway, I think there's some art to be drawn out there for Tumblr. If uh, you know, just it's a funny <laughs> see those four guys <laughs> shooting down uh, the ghosts of franchises. I'm also gonna say that I think that um, an overall problem with the entire franchise is that Ernie Hudson's character is underdeveloped. And what's funny in the first, I feel like in the first one, as much as his character, he's like he's like a fun broke guy. He's like, yeah, whatever, I'll do it. Like, it, how much does it pay? They're like. Right, that is, I think, the funniest line is, uh, I'm, I don't have the actual line, but the, the, the beat of the joke of, pay me enough and I'll believe anything. Like, yes. that's, that's, that's something. Well, and then they, there's they don't a, play you know, with it. a little later where it's like, they're, it's like Ray and Ernie Hudson driving a car, and Ernie's like, you read the Bible? And then that's funny. It's like, the, I think the fun joke is like, oh shit, do we hire, who, who did we hire? Is this guy like a religious <laughs> lunatic? That is the only I'm looking currently on yeah. uh, the Wikipedia for his character under Ghostbusters, like the original Ghostbusters. The mm. only I think characteristic that I am getting out of this is that he is a religious man to some extent, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which um, yeah, and, I, and, and that he is an everyman and voice a reason for the team. But everyman, the point is that everybody be... on the Ghostbusters. The point is the Ghostbusters are plumbers, but they're for ghosts instead of clogs. Like that, they're sure. blue collar. That is the whole. thing. I would also argue like Bill Murray is the everyman. He like, but that's what I'm saying. All four of them are. Yeah, I mean they're well. Those three, I guess, are professors. So I guess there's a classist thing too. I don't know. Yeah, Egon um, is the scientist. But again, the, but that's a little cult loony it, and it, that's what's a little like... annoying about. Uh, answer the call though to me was it's again i'm happy with the cast but it's like why do they have to be assigned to the same roles why is it this one's the one with big hair and glasses this this is the black one this Mm -hmm. is the the straight one and this is the weird one who believes it too much like there are more than four archetypes that you can fill in for ghostbusters with that group of talented group of people Uh, and that's i think what's most annoying is of the legacy sequel thing is just if it's just gonna be these new characters are diet versions of the old characters then sure. why are they there at all and that's why i think sean's point leads into like i'd rather than if we have the ghostbusters let me just watch the ghostbusters instead of new guys trying to be the ghostbusters i guess it raises the question when does 20 years from now is it some young kid going up to ray in star wars like whoa you're that, ray yeah and so Han solo's I, dead not even in it it's that like, works for me for things like star wars i definitely i mean I, this has been r- long rumored but i think that they're gonna end up doing that with harry potter as well um basing it on like the broadway show but right. um i think that that's where the big issue is and if it kills legacies equals great but mm. if you keep making non-original content and that's fine right. no no issues of seeing a big blockbuster in theaters or anything like that if you keep making non-original content nobody is going to want a movie that is a legacy sequel for afterlife where right. mechanic grace's character it's, is going to be it's, like you know in like, the world of, in the world of professional wrestling there's a lot of people who they're all nerds now who grew up on wrestling and comic books and tv so they're they're i they're their wrestling gear 
is like, look, it's sp- minds inspired by Spiral of the X Men. Minds inspired by an old school wrestler. Sure. And it's like, cool. No one. Okay, in twenty years, no one's gonna dress up as you because no. your whole thing was dressing up as somebody else. So exactly. Who cares? And that's who that's cares? an issue, I think. Yeah. And I think that. Um... I don't know. It's something that, you know, hey, if that's, if that's what forces the world to make original content, then go with right. it, right? Yeah. I don't know. Hey, we still got Red Rocket. It's <laughs> a good movie, that, Jason. That, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, it's... it's uh, So what's interesting is Indiana Jones 5 uh-huh. is the, our first time, like, making a sequel to a legacy sequel in such a way ah, it's been true okay it's been 13 years sure. since right like the crystal skull yeah, that yeah. Was which was i think 2008 i feel like it was the year we graduated oh yes that would make sense um uh and so how long was that between uh that last crusade and that like 20 years right I think so, yeah. So, yeah, it's not I, quite... By the time that comes out, it's going to be roughly 20 years. And, again, shy of James Bonds and Godzilla's that are their own kind of thing, that sure. that type of totally different. spacing is is its own thing. And that's going to be interesting because we're sure mm-hmm. shit not going to get Space Jam 3 in 20 years. Like, if we're getting Space Jam 3 no. at all, it's going to be sooner than that, you know, if we're getting mm-hmm. it. Yeah, like, so, sure. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely... Uh, represent yeah this movie represents so much more than it is i guess is my if i had to sum it up quickly yeah i agree it's also yeah crazy to think about 20 years from now because do we does it continue on this path of these franchisey things or does this bubble burst does all of the film industry crumble a lot does it go to like smaller well, like who I, 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 I have no idea what it will be but i do think what's going to get us out of franchise town is tv right for the last I wouldn't say seven years. It's been like we will reboot reboot a TV show or a movie, but as a TV show. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to stop rebooting movies to be movies and just have it all be straight to, to, to streaming TV shows. And that leaves an open spot for, 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 for movies. I think that you brought up an interesting point earlier, Fesh, in terms of like uh, the live action Lion King, because mm-hmm. it, it really makes me wonder like, um, and I, I think honestly, I think I already know my answer, but it, I, I truly wonder, you know, kids who are growing up, which are they going to navigate towards? And honestly, yeah. I think that animated is going to win all the way with like yeah. these live action ones. And I think and that, even um, if it's not up to the kid's choice, I just know my sister is going to throw something on Disney Plus. She's sure. throwing on the 1994 Lion King, not the 2019 Lion King. Because oh, yeah. it's confusing because I think that, um, you know, while these movies play good in say a movie theater i think that at home it doesn't matter what year movies have came out it's kind of just like timelessness exists because not every like like at home you could just like watch whatever and then in movie theaters not every theater is like a rep theater so they have to show new things you know Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't know Wow. And it is interesting what just the, just what is the difference between a re-release and a midnight screening? Like, why is that going to get a normal person to the theater sure. versus agreed. us who will go to a midnight of whatever? Like, <laughs> agreed, yeah, it's, agreed, it's, agreed. I just and wanted I think, to watch that movie, and it's in theaters. Great, I'm going to go see it. A re-release always has, I, I think, something to do with like, um, if it's like so, sometimes at least it'll be an like anniversary a restoration or, or something yeah, or an anniversary. That's true. Um, I will say, uh, for fans of your podcast. Uh, the the news on the street is apparently tomorrow they are re-releasing 
uh so today let uh, yeah today they're re-releasing venom let there be carnage in theaters fine so finally it's been so long long. (laughs) wow i straight up i i'm at least down in florida uh, never went away. It's still just been uh-huh. in, in theaters. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly. know. Uh, They're re-releasing yeah. a movie that... Uh, uh, Did they just fix his hair again, or what? I don't know. Oscar buzz, probably, you know. <laughs> um, uh, I, ha- I, have a, I have a final thought, too, mm. uh, that I, I forgot to say regarding the immersive thing that JZT and I did, mm-hmm. uh, regarding the British actors... Um, in which they called JZT uh, JZT, so I thought that was really great. That's My cute. name on the screen was JZT. JZT. What about you, JZT? Uh, <laughs> That's what, cute. Are you excited to bust some ghosts? That's cute. I, I forgot to mention that earlier, but I yeah, I that's felt right. Thank you for mentioning it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's great. Shit, I just had one more fucking thought, and now it leaked out of my brain. Shit. Um, the idea of trapping the ghost on the farm, that's cool. Like the dirt farm, it's it was he was setting up a trap the whole time. That's, yeah. That's cool. Visually mm-hmm. the ending sequence looks great, and I think that mm-hmm. it's super fun and it looks it looks like Ghostbusters more than any other scene in the movie. Like it yeah. and it's not just because they're there, but it just feels very theatrical, but also silly, you know? So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good love. We we love we <laughs> right. Love. We all love that. We love Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, again, it was it's it's a popcorn flick. Yeah, it's honest. fun. It's fine. I had a good time. I, it was it was a good it was a great time at the movies. So you know, yeah, I can't I can't I can't uh, can't fault that in any way. Yeah, I also you know again mentioning earlier some of these people who stick their nose up but franchises now mm-hmm. or the state of things it's like you know anything that keeps movies alive, great. And... Oh, I'll be honest, I was r- rapping on something earlier and I just did have the thought of like, well, if it all moves to TV, maybe movies will just die, and it, my heart dropped just at the notion yeah, of it yeah. because it really is at a certain point. I don't know I, where me and JC are old farts we don't know what the youth are into do children like movies i, I don't think I, they do i don't think, think they so. do there are some but sure. i so. i, I yeah. worry sometimes like i think it's all just tiktoks from here on out right like, that's the big I think thing that's entertainment for them you know i don't think the idea of going to a movie theater has any well appeal to i talked about it of people i or... think forever ago on our chopping mall episode where i was like i was very stupid and optimistic that this whole thing would lead to a revival of the video store and I, there's still a part of me that's holding on to that hope a little bit but just the notion of not having everything at your fingertips and this is not listen young people you're great i'm not and then it's not your fault it's not your problem i'm just pontificating on the world where it's like going to the movies it was an event as a kid because you're mm-hmm. going to a place and so sure, it became yeah. again more about an event than it was about the movie and i think the reason that marvel movies are the ones that people go to is because it's the only thing out there that still makes it feel that way it's like if you don't want to get spoiled you have to come to see this sure, as soon absolutely. as possible whereas you know uh, i'm trying to even have uh, king richard it's like yeah you can get around to it on hbo max if you want to it's there's no mm-hmm. It's here, but we understand if you don't want to come see it. Oh, like yeah. I, I think a lot of the conversations that happen regarding this, yes, it can be bleak, but I think that mm-hmm. it, it also, you know, there's always going to be those guys like that are going to hold out 
whether it's our generation, like I, there's no way that James Cameron's going to put Avatar two on streaming. That's just right. not going to happen. Right. You yeah. delay it for five more years and it would not like that. It will have a theatrical release. Same thing with like Christopher Nolan, not holding out and releasing like tenant during, right. you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And I, I think that, you know, yeah, all these people will eventually die, but I think that it's something where, the next generation is so you're always saying have... some younger kids are going to take up the mantle that these yes. legends have left behind exactly <laughs> wow exactly. movies you know resurrection yeah. yep exactly but i also want to say too fast to your blockbuster theory yeah um you know for years vinyl sales have been increasing yes. that's not new yes. but within this last year for the first time, like in a long time, CD sales increased instead of decreased. Wow. So even physical CDs people are getting to, which is cool. largely because the vinyl chains got messed up. But I do think it's like also people are like, I want a physical thing. Like I want, I don't want to live well, in the also, metaverse. Right. The metaverse sucks. And it's also, it's like you just said, like your only option to watch the movie was to pay $20 given yeah, the horrible yeah. circumstances that befell the world right now like that it'll be like six dollars on february 1st right to do it now like again i may or may not have covid i'm figuring that out but right like does not in a place to yesterday or today go to a movie theater to right. see this so my only choice yeah was to pay 20 bucks to watch this yeah right again i say it on the shopping mall episode but i don't expect anyone to have committed that to memory in order to go back and listen but if the fix is make it a subscription service, then that's the fucking fix. Make me pay $20 yeah, exactly, a month to be yeah. able to take three discs out at a time. And then when I come and return them is up to me. There's no late fees, uh -huh. but you're paying that 20 no matter what. So everything's fine. There's and, some, and maybe this is unrelated, but something that drives me crazy. It's like getting a new streaming service, Paramount Plus. We got a free trial yeah. for the month. Sure. It's like, oh, it looks exactly like all the other fucking ones. Uh -huh. it's yeah. Nine different rows of badly themed no i know like they're all bad feel they're good all movie. bad and yeah they it's need like to go away and we need and to just like, start over this isn't even it's like who decided this was the perfect version of, a, of what a streaming site looks like it sucks it should all, all just be alphabetical and then if you yeah. want genre you have to seek out genre but uh, no oh, it's all I, algorithm led bullshit <laughs> well i and fesh to that point as well i think that uh something that i have thought about for a very long time and is just so strange as a concept to me is that um and i'm, I'm curious uh what both of you think on this is that uh bad movies from maybe okay 2010 we'll say 2010 mm -hmm. uh, like previously before 2010 bad movies you can revisit them and they're like they're, you'd be like okay they're they're pretty good it's not great mm. but like and yeah there's always gonna be like awful movies but currently when a movie is bad i think at least mm. it's algorithm cinema it's something that like space mm -hmm. jam 2 mm -hmm. is specifically designed mm -hmm. and you can and same Fucking with like thunder force that Melissa McCarthy movie Thunder Force. It's like I, I if you, if we was revealed that a intel, artificial intelligence yeah, yeah. wrote that movie, <laughs> sure. I'd be like, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. That's what I mean. Is like you know, it's a different kind of bad. You can watch yeah, a movie yeah. from two thousand ten and prior because there's from when not a human element existed, to it. Yeah, and there's some like you can like an, a bad eighties movie. Okay. You watch it. You're like, yeah, it's schlocky and everything, but it still feels like a movie. There's a human when touch. It's watch... practical versus digital. It's exactly it's, it's, when you yeah. watch a movie recently, it just bad movies feel. So fake. 
Uh, and that's strange. Before, it's, it's very before strange. a holiday party several years ago, they were going to do karaoke, and I was explaining to a coworker that I'm like, I'm 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 not gonna do the karaoke. Karaoke is not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I what I the best I could hazard to, to explain to them was like, all right, let's chart it. Let's chart our brains, uh, spikes and all that. Whatever makes you like karaoke, <laughs> right, means it's different than other activities. That's the same thing that makes me dislike it. I'm not going to argue that you should dislike <laughs> sure. it, but the fact yeah. that there is something sensational about it to you means there is one. It is to me. It's just the opposite direction. What, those movies, like I'm looking at you think you got a Dick Tracy poster behind you. It's your favorite movie of all time. And it's like a fairly derided movie, but that's because whatever is in it that made other people not like it speaks to you. When sure, things are exactly. intended to be shot flatly so they can be universally screened on phones on airplanes we're losing all of those idiosyncratic things those choices those swings Agreed. and that's why yeah. it, it's again whether it's franchise or not you, we we want to, failure is the best teacher we need we need swings to be taken uh and you need to celebrate them even if they are bad because otherwise it's all going to just be homogenous and 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 that's what we actually don't want when we talk about franchises is much sure. it's all seismology yeah. you're saying fetch the <laughs> t and the s's like volcanic activity fuck yeah yeah i did t- have two points i want to make too mm-hmm. one it's interesting we're all talking about this too because within ghostbusters they do kind of look back and say i believe when it was made it was around the time when maybe coca-cola owned sony or columbia and also, they kind of will say, like, that's kind of the first time when, like, corporate interests were, like, daily. Af- it's when box office numbers became a big right. thing. It's when the more... industry starts becoming what we know as the industry. Exactly. Yeah. But then, too, I also want to say, Sean, you were talking about uh, bad movies from, like, 2010. Uh, we just watched Battleship as a group. <laughs> I, I will say. 2011 or 12. That Battleship? doesn't. That is a bad movie. It doesn't feel algorithm based. In my, okay. In my opinion, I think that it is something. Uh, that, maybe not by a literal computer, but it's certainly somebody going, "Well, let's recreate." If we take this and change yeah. this, and yeah, yes, right. But it's not something where, like, I, I hesitate to even bring up like Space Jam Two because a lot of it is about an algorithm physically in mm-hmm. the plot. But that mm-hmm. movie, like, definitely, like, if you watch the first Space Jam, Sean, what is Space his Jam sidekick supposed to be? Oh. I've what heard you mention this before. Like Don Cheadle. Like to be? I yeah. don't know. I don't know. It's like how is that okay? Yeah. How, everyone saw this movie, and there's a character that is supposed to be an object, and no one can tell me what it is. Sure. That's not okay. Yeah, you can't I know. do that. Fesh, I know. Yeah. I'm no, I, I agree. I, I just think point being is that like when a movie's bad nowadays, it's bad for a reason where you see the editing in there without seeing the editing program if that makes yeah. sense like right it's not as seamless it's something where you watch it and you're like that scene was a little bit totally off but i could see why they put that in there because it was probably focus grouped 10 times in a row yeah you know or i feel like a few years ago you hear people saying like it feels like this movie was designed for the gifts first like well this yes. is a gifable scene yeah and then we just put a bunch of those together you know mm. mm-hmm. yep. yep that's yep, yep, ooh, yep, I, yep, sean yep. i like that uh way of well, Fesh, it's something that I struggle it. with, definitely, yeah. because yeah. Uh, it's something where, um, you know, and I'm sure you guys have experienced this too, but being a little bit, like, you know, more into movies than the casual moviegoer, mm-hmm. it makes Yeah, Disney's you... Mr. Movies and I'm Kid Cinema. Exactly. That's right, that's right. It, 
it definitely like makes you a little bit like uh not that it like ruins things but you Mm. see it differently in a way that like if you watch a movie that you know has had reshoots but you're expecting it you're expecting it to be like really it's the context that you bring to the movie that's yeah it's it's, you can't unsee it it's not it's just a mathematical impossibility again watching child's play 2019 a movie i do like but you can't help but feel I say you, it almost feels like you're watching the board meeting saying, all right, you can say this, <laughs> yes. but you can't say this. You can uh-huh. say this, but you can't say this because on USA next year, this <laughs> same property is going to be run by the guy who actually ran it. For sure. Like, yeah, yeah they don't yeah. say good guy dolls in any of that movie. And you just can't help but notice it if, you, if you're paying attention. Obviously, just a uh-huh. person going to see this movie. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, yeah. yeah but, exactly. Yeah. I, I had a moment uh, speaking to that point uh, with my... Um, my uh, uh my my hair cutter hairdresser that i've seen barber uh, barber mm, no hair she stylist. works she works in a salon so it is uh stylist hair, yeah stylist. Stylist. she Sean's uh stylist, yeah. uh Sean's she, stylist <laughs> she, <laughs> 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 you're talking uh, to your stylist uh, shout out to her uh, uh who has been my hairstylist for years uh <laughs> oh, she wow. she had she knows i like movies as well so like uh she had said to me like Oh, like, have you watched the Chucky TV series? And I was mm. like, no, well, you know, I've seen Child's Play. I've seen Child's Play 2. I've seen the new one, but I haven't seen all the sequels. So I feel like I got to watch them before catching up. <laughs> just brushed over. And then the next time, she, oh, did you watch Chucky yet? No, no, I haven't. I haven't seen <laughs> Because it's just like, I, you know, being that said person of like, right. I have to see all the Chucky movies right. to know the lore before diving into the TV show. It's maybe it's a blessing and a curse for me it right. enhances it and it also does not yep. enhance it yep. so you know yeah i mean maybe there needs to be some sort of secondary rating system that is like so this movie's rated pg-13 it's also um j for jumping on point yeah. <laughs> it's s for sequel it's r right. for remake it's, exactly you know exactly yeah yeah. Like just wow. just for the weirdos like us who have you know notes in their phone ranking stuff to be like yeah how what level of this should I I be? Well, it, too it it like, also affects me in a way of like uh, uh connecting it to your podcast is like um if I hadn't seen the movie I might not listen to the podcast sure. which is why I feel like I have to watch the Leprechaun movies as soon as possible well you're lucky because they're, they're coming like movies. next month right maybe possibly uh, march i think march uh, we're, we're looking at we got frankuary coming up Frank, yeah frankuary is f- february and then but, i think then we we're have, yeah. I'll, I'll say it here we're only gonna do leprechaun up until it's saint leprechaun's month ah, <laughs> we're gonna give you a taste of the, taste, the con the three three the first three leprechauns for march 2022 uh-huh um, yeah no but i you know it, it goes in terms of podcasts too where i'm like i have to watch that movie to listen to the podcast now mm-hmm. that's not the case i've definitely listened to sure certain episodes of your podcast where i have ball bolorama or i haven't seen the movie but <laughs> yeah, i will yeah. but i'm like i have to see it like i'm like you know it's something where i'm like i there's I, just this internal i get it yeah yeah i'll connect to it more you yeah know? For me, sometimes it's like with other movie podcasts, it's like, oh, I'm never going to see that movie. Don't care. Others, it's like, no, I want to see it. And I yeah, think watching case, it, it depends what it and is. And then listening yeah. will yeah. enhance my like, sure. understanding so of it. You know, I, so. 
if it's not a new movie, I actually prefer to listen to the podcast first, then go watch it, and then re-listen to the episode. Ah, that's my method okay. because to me, it's like that's getting to watch the movie three different ways. Like, sure, sure, sure. It's I get to piece it together based off of what I heard, get to actually experience it, and then re-listen to the opinions of those people and kind of contextualize it. Uh-huh. If it's like yeah, for Matrix Resurrections, I'm 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 like no, let me see something that like that or Spider-Man. Let me see the current run thing. But if it's like yeah, I missed out on something from 2006. Uh, yeah, I can listen to an episode about the 2006 yeah, movie I, and I then go that. watch it I if I feel that. interested. You know, that makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, not everybody's like that. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. some people just are uh, just uh aren't aren't listening at all. If you can believe it, not everyone's listening to this podcast. Um, when I I just came back to LA after being with my parents for two weeks, you know, and uh, my dad and I drove down. I was able to bring back a lot of stuff I had. And um, on the ride, it was like a seven-hour drive. We took the long scenic route to 101. I was like, do you mind if we listen to this podcast about the Matrix (laughs) Resurrections? And um, if you don't like it, we can turn it off at any point. He's like, all right, sure. He got an hour in. Was like, Godspeed. That's crazy that he got an hour in, though. That's cool. uh, (laughs) A similar thing happened to me. I was driving. uh, This is a while ago. I was driving in the Hamptons uh, with a friend of the pod, Hostess Delenial Cannon, my girlfriend, Kira. And Hmm. uh, we were listening to or uh, a new episode of Podcast Ride dropped about haunts. And we were both very excited to hear it. Um, I said, why don't we put it on? We put it on for five minutes, realized that uh, it's awkward to listen to a it's, podcast with somebody else in the car. You can't. Because yeah. you will just talk over them. Right. Yeah. It's not something that, like, like I right. love listening. I, I love taking a drive and listening to a podcast. Don't get me wrong. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yes. You can't do it with somebody else in the car. It's not Oh, possible. when I was living with my mom, I'd try that, and she would start arguing with the podcast. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, <laughs> uh uh, I mean, I still do that, but yes, yes, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's a interesting. Again, it's a new medium. It's 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 it's. How old is podcast? What twenty years at most? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. No. Oh boy, that's actually a lot older than I was anticipating before <laughs> that sentence started. But Maybe, still, pro- probably less. I don't know. You know, like seventeen. How many years has comedy bang bang been around at this point? Yeah, like. 10 12 15 years yeah i guess i'm talking the real origins which was like when you got an ipod it would be like eight they were mostly videos and they were called podcasts and it's ricky gervais show that was a big first one yeah yeah. kind of radio shows that bled off into it yeah Uh Yeah. Mm -hmm. well serial invented the podcast we all know serial Mm -hmm. yeah yeah podcast didn't exist before serial right (laughs) um Okay. Hey, this is. Uh, can I do a character, uh, and then we'll wrap up soon? This <laughs> yeah, is, we had uh, another person... ad read. We got another ad read. Go for it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. Um, Just make it work, hey. dude. You got it. <laughs> Are you interested in pursuing comedy? Where do you even start? The UCB uh, Theater teaches online comedy courses. You can take a course in characters, sketch, or improv, <laughs> such uh, as, uh, such as. What's up? What's the character gonna be, JCT? Oh, oh yeah. So this character, uh, this is a character. It's a guy in 2014 who is obsessed with cereal. Oh my god, have you listened to cereal? I'm obsessed. <laughs> and that's the character. And you, you can do characters like that too if you take UCB classes online now. Is that wow. real? Are they actually doing classes? That bums me out. They true. still are, I that think. Sucks. Oof. All right. um, there's, a, there's some other bummer things about it, but we don't need to get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yep, they exist purely as an online class thing. It's weird. Uh, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. So Besser is the uh, Ray. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Walsh is Vankman. Yes. Roberts is Egon, I guess. And then yeah. Fuller is Zedemore, yeah. I've heard maybe <laughs> Walsh is Egon. He's kind of hard. I don't know. No, yeah, yeah. Well, he seems the most, most ironically detached as well. Uh, to end it off, no, Besser. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. To end it off, what Sorry. Ghostbusters are we? Well, oh, we wow. don't have a fourth. That's what's so hard. Oof. Zenny can be a fourth, or no? Okay. Hmm. We'll just do the original three. Yeah, I guess. three before okay, Winston okay, shows okay. up. Okay, okay. All right. Um, hmm. Should we do it draft style? What do we want to do? I don't know. I don't know. Do we assign it to each other? Like, how do we? (laughs) I think we all say first who we think we are. Okay. Uh, I feel like I'm a bit of a wise ass. Maybe yeah. I'm the Vinkman. Yeah, uh-huh. I, and I think I uh, am uh, passionate to a fault and too into my own shit. So I'm Ray. And then uh-huh. Sean Smart, you're your ego. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, I can. Uh, does, that, I can... does that work? <laughs> yeah. And women that's... are always after your epididymis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sean so, wouldn't so... know this, but like we get asked all the time, like, "Hey, sh- what's the deal with Sean's epididymis? Is, uh, have you seen it? Like, no, I haven't. Have you heard it? What's his epididymis like? like I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know. I will say too, uh, a big fan of uh, Crunch Bars. More, more so, a fan of uh, mm. um, bun- bunch, bunch of Crunch, which I uh, oh, so not, good, great didn't, snack. Did, okay, but I didn't know. Uh, this is uh, quite the bomb. You just learned about bunch of Crunch? No. No, no, I, I, I've had it my whole childhood. Uh, okay. I, I just, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is quite the bombs drop right before we end the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that it wasn't called Buncha Cruncha. So I had went up to the concession stands and said, can I have Buncha Cruncha? <laughs> and That's the guy good. looked at me and said, did you mean Buncha Crunch? And I said, oh, I guess I did. Like once I looked at the package. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mandela effect, dude. Parallel Probably, universe. Yeah. That's Honestly, all it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, said, not yeah, to drop yeah. a bombshell. And <laughs> Please drop I a bombshell. Cut this out if this is no, giving out too much it. information. But I have on record. I know for a fact. A couple of years ago, Fesh got a crazy, amazing, sloppy blowjob from a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and I can cut this out if that's you don't want that out there. But Fesh texted me, dude. I just got a blowjob. I was like, oh, from who? Well, no, Jason, you're remembering incorrectly. That was a dream I had during a camping trip that we took. (laughs) That didn't actually happen. But when things were like going smooth for us, remember when back in the day when things were like going pretty smooth for us? Yeah, I I had a dream where that happened. And just everyone remembers it as something that actually happened in the context of reality. But no, 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 it's just a dream that I did not need to bring up, but uh, I did. And so now it's a part of the fabric of the story of our lives. Yeah. And we kind of ran with it. We're like, whoa, apparently Fesh like had. I do have a false memory of that moment from my Mm -hmm. youth, seeing that moment for the first time in my life. I remember seeing Ray's boner in his tidy whiteies. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Like the undoing the belt went further in my childhood memory. And you saw just like a big erect, in 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 white tidy whities and then it cut to his face uh-huh, i probably yeah. just saw like some thing i shouldn't have seen elsewhere that was like similar around the same time and conflated the two uh same way that i thought that i would do anything for love music video had like boobs in it 
mm-hmm. because I saw something else that was shot very similarly that did and just I was uh, told by a blockbuster employee that Die Another Day had them in it as well. And so the whole movie, I kept like covering my face the whole time. (laughs) And like James Bond, (laughs) James Bond notably doesn't have nudity. Doesn't have any. No, it's like the Austin Powers thing where it's like always blocked. So yeah, my whole time I was like under the. (laughs) Was it because you were afraid you were going to get in trouble? Yeah, yeah, no. Like watching a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, man. JZT. Come on, something in here's gonna you got a Mandela effect with nudity in movies? Well, yes, actually. Um friend of the pod Elena hosted mm-hmm. a great Zoom movie watching group mm-hmm. and the first theme it, again like many things it was like it went through a couple themings cuz the c- pandemic kept going on, but the original was uh Sexual Awakening. Like Sexual Awakening movies. That was the theming of it. So I picked Teen Wolf, uh sorry, <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Because it scandalized me as a child. There's a sex scene in that. And I was like, this is going to be long and graphic and intense. And then I watched it's like, it's 20 seconds long. Like, she takes her top off. They, like, start to make out. And you cut away. And Do I was you like, see That's anything it? still? I, 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 in my memory, I you don't even see anything. But I might have just watched might, it in VH1 yeah. or something. I don't know. Again, I watched it a year ago. I should know this. But, like, in my mind, it's like, no, you see her boobs. But maybe yeah. you don't. Hmm. Uh, I think she just, like, they're in, like, a dress. And she's like, what if I took my bra and it's like okay yeah you could uh, yeah. You, could, you could answer that question from your uh other sponsor jzt oh mr skin mr skin <laughs> yeah. ding dong he's here <laughs> hey it's me mr skin and i just want to say happy 2022 oh thank you we started featuring a lot of clips from the website deeper.com that is straight up porn what can we say T- money's that tight. is always the thing on a subreddit for naked celebrities where it's like yeah, that's a porn actress. That's they're celebrity, but they're famous for being, you know, naked all the time. So this doesn't really Maitland feel... Ward is a porn actress. Yeah, now, less of a. Actress. Oh, that's hey, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. She seems to be happy. Peace and love. Yes, we love you. Yeah, we're we're a sex positive pod, <laughs> right? Maybe uh... I don't know if I want to know. The <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. But we should. Know. Think... You know, we need to. Yeah. We need to grow as a podcast, as men, Fesh. <laughs> yeah, so next week is men? Scream 2022. Bye. Nice. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, yeah. You got Fesh, it. Sean, anything to promote? Uh... Oh, uh, SeltzerCast is on a hiatus, but it's going to come back. Uh, I got some actually really cool guests coming uh, probably like February, I think, at this cool. point. But uh, sooner than later. So uh, look forward Hell to yeah. that. Stream SeltzerCast. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Hey. Nice. And this might be our longest pod ever. So thank you. Holy moly. Yeah. Maybe it's up there. We're at two Ooh. hours. Cool. I feel like Venom was up here <laughs> for this long. This too, was over two hours or just about two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll see. We had 20 minutes of riffing first. You know? That's yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But all right. All right. All right. Folks, we okay. love you. We love you. Telling the truth can be dangerous. Telling the truth can be dangerous business. Lying and podcasting go hand in hand. If you admit you were scared of a movie, then I was scared too could be your jam.